and I hate to be so aggressive toward a guest at the very uh-huh, beginning uh-huh. of an episode. No, I, I knew this was coming. We're all, I think, going to have to denounce you right now, Alice. How fucking dare you make us play this game? Listen, I have no regrets on this. Yeah. Uh, all, all of you deserve this suffering, and <laughs> I, I'm, I'm glad to make you experience this with me. Uh, because I, I played this game a lot, probably too much. I've had to live with the consequences of that for a long time, and now in a sort of like it follows sort of thing. I've now spread that to you. What what would you carve into your skin uh, in order to receive repentance for this, Alice? I would carve the entire text of IGN's review of this game, mm. like sort of Victor Zars style, like into my back. You know, we're all gathered here today, I think, mm. to prostrate ourselves before the great god of Ubisoft, and, of course, uh, and acquire enough cult points to eventually encounter the. Uh, region boss for the area uh <laughs> and i think all we have to do is like blow up one more convoy and wait i'm sorry mm. i'm sorry what's do you guys hear that yeah yes amazing <laughs> grace how sweet <laughs> the sound oh god they took off his pop filter for this <laughs> a wretch like me so many possible worlds but we got this one so many possible worlds but we got this one welcome to the worst of all possible worlds the first and only asmr podcast <laughs> i'm the worst of all possible joshes I'm the worst of all possible AJs, and I'm Mickey Mouse. And Come on, not a, no, no, no. You're the, you're the Steamboat Willie, Mickey Mouse, specifically. That was the, that was the yes. bit last week. And you can't crazy. do the same bit two weeks in a row, a row It's Brian. not a bit. I am Mickey Mouse. He's the worst of all possible Brian's. I'm the worst and, of all possible Brian's. Uh, nah, nah, nah. I have to be myself again. <laughs> Fuck you, Josh. Let me and live in my fantasy. We are excited this week because we have back as a guest a returning champion. She is the co host of the podcasts trash future kill james bond and well there's your problem and uh returning to us for a third time to torment us mm. uh with the game far cry 5 it is of course <laughs> the one and only alice caldwell kelly alice welcome to the show hi how's it going thanks so much for having me on uh, it's a pleasure to once again be the worst of all possible alices oh yeah uh, here's the thing though you came on the first time you bring <laughs> us hitman i did what? Yeah, okay. a right. game we all love and Remember enjoyed. when we had a nice yes. time? We all <laughs> enjoyed it. We had such a great time. We were and having then, fun. Then once I kind of like reel you in, once I know <laughs> that <laughs> I've established that kind <laughs> of level of like social interaction that makes it difficult for you to say no to me, I then start feeding you the worst shit I can think of. Actually, no, let me let me just sort of like uh, shift the denunciation here. If we can mm, still okay. do denunci- <laughs> denunciations. Denounce me back. All right, let's yeah, go. Because let's this go. isn't my fault. This is Josh's fault. Because... <laughs> Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You get Josh to invite me on, and mm. when I speak to Josh, because I don't respect him, I will <laughs> say, you should do this terrible game. I never thought I would long for the halcyon days of Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, <laughs> and yet here we find ourselves yeah. in Far Cry, a game with a more incoherent story, Soap and- Remontana. 
<laughs> Get on your ghillie suits. <laughs> We're going to the big sky. It is. It is. Fifty thousand people used to live here. Now it's a ghost town. Truly. Yeah, and or all of them have joined the cult. This cult Ooh. has like a hundred thousand members at least. I killed like. The population of, like, Butte, Montana, I'm yeah. pretty sure, <laughs> over the course of playing this game. But it, it's 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 shocking to me that uh, when you said, Alice, that this was the worst game you've ever played, I was like, how hmm. bad could it possibly it's be? Not, it's not maybe the worst in terms of mechanics, but it is the worst maybe morally I've ever well, played. Well, you've got, by the way, mm. it just, just, I hate to interrupt you, it sounds like you've got like a reverb on. I don't know if that's a post-processing thing on your end. Oh, or... yeah, no, I, I literally do because I had the fucking uh, oh. Call of Duty thing on. Sorry. <laughs> that's very exciting. exciting. I, just, I yeah. just leave that on the whole time. Um, yeah, <laughs> no, it's, it's, yeah, so AJ, it's, I just want to issue a correction. Butte, mm. Montana has a population of 34,000 people. Okay. Yeah, well, you kill all so of you, them in this. Yes. You kill all of them cult, three or four times yeah, over. A, a cult yeah. with 34,000 people, none of them are barbers. All of them have the, like, <laughs> the Red Dead Redemption 2, this guy's crazy beard-hair combo. Mm -hmm. Yo, absolutely. And, and you know, what a diverse cult they have. You know, They're very it, it, diverse, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they, they bring in all walks of life, because mm. God forbid we denounce white nationalists. <laughs> I'm doing the DEI sort of it, uh, presentation <laughs> at the cult. <laughs> Like, on one hand, they're trying to draw a reference to, like, Cliven Bundy's cult. And then on the other hand, they're doing, you know, the People's Temple, right? They're doing uh, Jim Jones, which and that was a very diverse and, and uh, um, nominally anti-racist cult. They're mm. just sort of throwing everything in a, a sort of cosmic cult gumbo here. The, the classic Montana gumbo. Mm. It's yes. just all <laughs> testicles. Oh, the whole thing. Love, love those bull <laughs> testicles. It is so funny that you read interviews with Dan Hay and uh, like one of one of the interviewers asked him like, so what research did you do uh, about cults and about like nationalism in the U.S.? And he literally says, oh, uh, I don't want to tell you what resources we used, but we did do a lot of research. <laughs> <laughs> The James Summerton of video game development. <laughs> they sent people to Montana. They sent people to bars in Montana to have a beer with the locals and have them oh. tell them about all like the stories of what it's I, like I, to grow I feel, up there. I feel so bad with for the like de developers who get sent on these research trips. I'm not that bad because they get a free vacation. But like, yeah, if you're sure. sort of like interested in what you're producing and you go on this like two week vacation where you start in like Missoula or whatever and you take mm. a bunch of like really high resolution photos and what you see uh, in the sort of like finished product is they have gotten the arrangement of signs over the jukebox in one bar correct and the rest of it is nothing <laughs> like anything you saw yeah it's weird right it's like you know aiming for some sort of visual fidelity but not really understanding what the thing is and, and I mm. think this mm. is an interesting maybe way into just talking about Far Cry as a series yeah I mean basically what this was was uh, in back in the day Right, uh, of the early 2000s, it was not sort of settled who the big like FPS game developers were going to be, right. and you had you know, like it was a lot easier and cheaper to make those games, and you had a lot of smaller developers mm -hmm. doing it. You know, Far Cry is one of those, and then subsequently it got subsumed 
by this sort of like French Canadian behemoth. Um, yes. and, yeah. and, and and what we're talking about <laughs> is sort of like the uh, the decline after that. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. Far Cry started. Uh, it was made by Krauts. You yes. know, it was made by Crytek while they were working on the Crytek engine, which then became the sort of like benchmark standard thing uh, for high, high fidelity graphics and whatnot. Yeah. The thing about Far Cry, the original game, is that I wouldn't say that it's an excellent game, but mm. it's a very impressive glorified tech demo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, with pretty good gunplay. It originated a few things that you now kind of take for granted, like this sort mm-hmm. of like open worldishness of it, of mm-hmm. like being able to like see an outpost full of guys, uh, sort of reconnoiter it ahead of time, be like, this is how I'm going to go about uh, clearing this outpost full of guys and then doing it. Early pioneer of like mark and track. Mm-hmm. Uh, where like you pull mm-hmm. out your binoculars, you get oh, so a so that look. was even in Far Cry One. Yes, yeah. it okay. was. Um, okay. and that was hugely well, but it was there. Definitely one of the earliest ones where you can use your binoculars. You can look at a group of guys, and they will then all of the guys who you've looked at will be visible on your little radar in the corner. Mm-hmm. After Far Cry came out, and that was in two thousand four, uh, Crytek and Ubisoft broke up. Crytek signed with EA to make Crisis, but Far Cry being a pretty popular game, Ubisoft was like, well, what can we do with this? And so they put their own team on it, Ubisoft Montreal, to port the game to the Xbox and then begin developing sequels. And that that Xbox port is in many ways just a different game. It's a linear game because they couldn't really do that open world stuff on the first Xbox. It also added like because that game is about like genetic experimentation on animals and stuff it gives you little like animal abilities where you can like scratch people to death which until playing this i thought that's what the far cry franchise was about was mm-hmm. about becoming a manimal <laughs> and it, yeah. it was very manimal Brian was sending us a lot now. of like questions being like why can't i scratch people why yeah. why can't i bite people and i was like i don't know what game you're talking <laughs> so, about sort of the point of this game is that being in montana yeah. takes away your manimal powers right yeah also aj i was i was not texting you about the game i was asking questions about i was gonna uh, say like yeah. you can do that there's nothing stopping you <laughs> that's true the police maybe yes <laughs> yes if you're slow fucking eric adams <laughs> So, yeah, the, the, the console game came out and then it gets like remade a couple of times and sort of boosted yeah, and expanded. Origins, yeah. And yeah. this this becomes like a, a typical thing for this franchise and for anything Ubisoft does. So it, it's, it starts out on Xbox. Um, then it, they make a little sequel to it. The sequel gets packaged with the original console version on Xbox 360. Uh, and then a Wii version comes out, and all of that is in 2006. Yeah, th- sort of throw the Wiimote through your window to become the Manimal. That was, that was my question. Like, how functional was that they game? They had a Manimal attachment with little claws. Mm. Aw. Oh, nice. Blood everywhere. <laughs> yeah, because so, those claws really sharp. The, uh, the, the Far Cry series then, you know, in terms of finding its identity really is more strongly established with the release of Far Cry 2, which comes yeah, out in 2008. And that I'm going to put here. This is mm. maybe one of the best games I've ever played. And I didn't really? make wow. you talk about this oh, one for wow. three hours, because as as I stressed enough, I don't respect you or your time. Um, <laughs> no, I, 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 get me back on to talk about this at some point, because I think this was genuinely really inventive, and a lot of the ways in which it was difficult and frustrating to play um, you can do the kind of like Simpsons comic book guy thing and be like, no, you don't understand it. It's it's doing that on purpose. Mm. Yeah, like weapons broke. You could get mm. malaria. Yep, you could. You absolutely <laughs> could get malaria. What? 
it, it was sort of like, like partially malaria focused storyline. Um, oh, yeah. is it like Oregon Trail? Like you just be playing the game to go dun dun, and it says your character has malaria. <laughs> yeah, honestly, a it little is, bit more like pathologic. Where yeah, like you have to go it's back. It's a lot like pathologic. It's oh. get, get some hydroxychloroquine and pop that so that you can get rid of your malaria. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, 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 wow. it's a story about how uh, sort of being a mercenary in Africa and being the sort of protagonist of a first person shooter game is uh, what well, pathological and toxic. It's great. Um, yeah, and cool. I sort of fell in love with the series at a very young age here, and from that point mm. on, I was like very much on board the Ubisoft train. And I was like, "Oh, the future is just where everything is inevitably owned by Ubisoft." I was very into Assassin's <laughs> Creed at the same time. Uh, and I'm yeah, like, uh, eventually, uh, uh. like one world government, eventually, video games will be where you log into UPlay, you unlock uh, like stuff within your video games based on other of their video games you've right. played. You unlock Aiden Pierce's iconic cap from Watch Dogs, um, and uh, yeah, this is the way it's all heading. We do and love I'm, Aiden Pierce from Watch Dogs. The yeah, single. Yeah, yeah most iconic character in oh, all easily the most iconic cap certainly and and so i was i was sort of i was doing this i was playing assassin's creed 2 assassin's creed 3 being a teenager buying the assassin's creed mm-hmm. 3 branded hoodie which i Hell thought was cool yeah. because i had the, the little peak on the hood oh sure and i was like i'm so excited for far cry 3 it, right. it's wow. looking great uh and this is where the disillusionment begins in terms of sort of what they took away from Far Cry 2 as far as like what a Far Cry game is. Mm-hmm. They discarded some of the like super tactical and more linear nature of OG Far Cry, yeah. which in many places is just a corridor shooter, honestly, and okay. puts more of an emphasis on open world exploration, adaptive gameplay. Uh, and of course, yep. that's things like the breakable weapons and what have you. Setting stuff on fire. They had a very, yes. very advanced fire system for the time yeah. where you could just like throw a Molotov into sort of like some dry brush and watch it like spread and set a guy on fire and be like, yeah, fantastic. And also really doubling down on this idea of like larger than life villains, right? Where mm-hmm. it really is the villains in many cases who are driving the storytelling for you. Yes, uh, sure. And this is especially the case with Far Cry 3, which came out in 2012, uh, returning the environment of the game back to the tropics, uh, as well as Far Cry 4, which came out in 2014. Yep. That's set in the Himalayas. I, I will say this, for solidly good. It's very, very in that kind of like Ubisoft locked in paradigm of what the gameplay is going to be like. But if you want to play one of these that isn't Far Cry 2, I think 4 is your best bet for like something you will have a good time with and enjoy. Right? Mm. Right. Uh, 3, I mostly remember as uh, the sort of creative director getting very, uh, let's say, exuberant in interviews when challenged <laughs> about any aspect of it, like the mm. uh, sort of strange racism or homophobia. And, uh, yeah, because Far Cry 3 is sort of like dances with wolves, but then it turns out that the natives are evil at the end. Yeah, it's it's oh. trying to make a statement about video games, but in a much dumber way. Um, yeah, it sets it, a lot of standards for like... That's a theme that will repeat yeah. <laughs> throughout the like, franchise. Yeah. Like Far Cry 1 and 2, and then the other games that were released in that that era are, are sort of their own set of things but far cry 3 is the standard bearer it's the thing mm. that makes the the recipe for all the following far cry games so you have your main villain who's played by a really good actor who gets to monologue at you a lot in far cry 3 voss is played by michael mondo yep. before mm-hmm. he did uh, better call saul yeah sort of a career maker for him uh, far cry 4 the villain is pagan min played by troy baker and this is where they really like lock in this idea of like 
a Far Cry game is when a guy who is unusual is looking way too close at the camera and sort <laughs> yes. of monologuing. Yes. <laughs> and acting yes. so hard. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. boy. And it's like, do, do you get that design brief? Uh, both at the acting end and at the sort of the writing end, or not, right? And Far, <laughs> Far Cry Four is an example of somebody who is getting that brief and is leaning into the idea of like, oh, this is this is ridiculous, right? This is melodrama. Yeah. So there's also you know hallucination, like dream sequences. Mm-hmm. This becomes mm-hmm. a standard thing in all of these games. Madness uh, and, and uh, wild animals, wild animal attacks, and and the way that they can attack you, they can attack your enemies. Um, there's hunting that gets uh, put into this, and then also. Also, like these big paid expansions, sometimes DLC, sometimes standalone titles, sort of like Alan Wake, American Nightmare, Mm, where you don't have to buy the base game. But Far Cry 3 had this thing called Blood Dragon. Yes. Yes. They sort of reskinned it, made it 80s and neon lit. And yeah. it sold very well, and then that's become this thing that they just that Ubisoft just keeps yeah. doing. Yeah, one of the things that they did was something that Ubisoft is very fond of, and something that they keep trying to make happen, uh, which is this idea that you you alternate between every few years you make the big AAA game, right? The mm-hmm. big like set piece, like a numbered Far Cry or a numbered Assassin's Creed. Right. Um, yeah. And then yeah. in the in the off year between those, you release a double A game that's like right. the same franchise but shorter. So it's like it's a piece of DLC for Far Cry, it's Assassin's Creed Mirage, it's something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Where it's like you can develop it much more cheaply and it sort of like fills out some other aspect of the story. And that was always interesting because in the Assassin's Creed series, that was the place where they kind of like really rat fucked all of their own diversity stuff because they were like, you get mainline Assassin's Creed game that has all the money spent on it, and then you get diverse Assassin's Creed game. <laughs> oh, sure. It's like 25% yeah. of the funding, and we're exploring this stuff, in a, you know, and uh, and it's sort of like, okay, I think we can see what, what's happening here. This is also not dissimilar from Activision, right? Although at this point, with the way that game development is in just the sheer volume of resources that are necessary to make those quarterly numbers, the differentiation just isn't really there anymore for Activision. Right. Whereas I feel like for Ubisoft, it still kind of is. Although I think it's stopping now. Mm. I think there was enough backlash to some of the Assassin's Creed properties getting put out and they were, you know, it was just like too frequent. And it was affecting their sales because, you know, it it wasn't, you know, you need a little bit of hype to build up for a while. And they were just sort of putting out a new Assassin's Creed game. And of course, like bugs and things like that, it it was becoming more of a critical um, target. Yeah. And not to not to keep talking about Assassin's Creed on this, but like the the sort of it's important. The end game for Ubisoft with this has been that they would do Mirage, which was the like one last double A game, kick the can down the road far enough until they could do Assassin's Creed Infinity, which was like the whole mm-hmm. game as a service doing the hit the Hitman thing, right? Where like sure. all of your future games are within this like over game, um, and, that, right, and that's what's right. happening with with Far Cry Six and whatever Far Cry is going to be in the future, because all the big yep. expansions for Six, instead of being standalone games like Blood Dragon or Primal, the Caveman one. Off of mm-hmm. four, interesting or double A one, New yeah. Dawn, Far Cry Five, <laughs> not interesting New Dawn. A. <laughs> I'll talk about New Dawn. Yeah. yeah, Far Cry Five also had three DLCs. One was a Vietnam War thing. One was a Mars thing, and one was oh, a right. zombie thing. The, like yeah, the yeah. years War after the thing, zombie thing, the Vietnam War one, Hours of Darkness. I still know that off the top of my head. Uh, <laughs> wow. Was featured uh, maybe the funniest thing, which is you are a like a US GI stuck behind enemy lines in North mm-hmm. Vietnam who is being pursued by the. Uh, North Vietnamese helicopters. 
Um, <laughs> Great. <laughs> yeah, it, it shows sort of the uh, research and rigor that we can expect from uh, the main game uh, that is carried over <laughs> yes. into the DLC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, look, Far Cry as a series asks the very like haunting question of what if you put Assassin's Creed in the first person? Because yeah. <laughs> that's all it really is. It's you running around and like um, climbing to the highest point and revealing points on a map and then going off and doing objectives. It's just now you have gun and now you and now you drive car. AJ, you're more of an Assassin's Creed guy, aren't you? Or yes. is OK? Yes. That's what yes. I thought. Much, much more. Uh, but but I also dropped off pretty heavily. Had uh, you played in a, a Far Cry game before we went and did this one? Yes, I played exactly 20 minutes of Far Cry 4, and then I stopped okay. because I got attacked by a cougar and died, and then I went and tried to fight the same cougar again and died, and went, this isn't for me. Uh, <laughs> and, and full disclosure, sort of for the rest of this episode, I just don't know if these games are for me. I don't know if this mm-hmm. style of game is is my particular cup mm. of tea because stealth in the first person is always a little bit tricky for me and in this game i pretty quickly discovered that you can stealth if you want to or you can just hire two attack helicopters to do the mission for you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then walk in and claim the base for yourself like i went into this game sort of with that same trepidation of being like well i didn't like far cry 4 and alice has said this is the most morally reprehensible game yep. she's mm. ever played like what 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 how bad could this possibly be and and the answer was the worst gaming experience i think i've had in a very long time for everything Mm -hmm. bad i said about call of duty uh modern warfare 2 at least the plot had like twists and turns that i could follow sure did and it had (laughs) characters Mm-hmm. I didn't necessarily care about many of them, but it did have characters that people seem to care about. This game, uh, you're just kind of a, a nameless deputy. A nameless non-binary deputy. Yeah, being a non-binary sheriff's deputy in sort of rural uh, Montana sounds like about as many people would try to shoot you as doing this. <laughs> so. uh, we, we, but we do love a canonically NB protagonist. Sure. Uh, you are yes. exclusively referred to using they, them, and it pronouns. <laughs> true. The, the woke cult. Let, let, yeah, let's talk a little bit about Far Cry 5 now. Let's not. I was, I was so on the hype train for this. because they, Did start, the trailer get you when, yeah, when they, they, they released had, that? Yeah, they had a few trailers and a few little like micro sort of spots and stuff. Yeah. You know, like, we're, we're taking this kind of like Far Cry 4 thing, because this was, you know, hot off of that and we're gonna do some like villainy in uh modern rural america and i'm right, like yeah. well shit that's a place with a lot of villainy there are some interesting <laughs> places you can go with this and i still believe yeah. one of the reasons why oh, this yeah. game annoys me so much is that there are so many more interesting ways you could have yes. played this exact same idea yeah it's Absolutely. a spectacular premise yeah and yes. and it really i didn't have a console and i still don't have a computer that can really play uh triple a games i i remember seeing the trailers for this and it seemed really interesting and it just happened to come out at the right time sort of like wolfenstein 2 it was just yeah. like donald trump had been elected president of the united states somewhat unexpectedly and these games that were already in the pipeline for a number of years uh were coming out night in the woods as well from like the independent side where it looked like oh this is the perfect thing talking about the trump era when it mm. was really built up during the obama era yeah and the the early sort of trailers were really subtle and subtlety has not really been a yeah. marker of the the far cry series since two right, right? where they just had mm. like sort of rural vistas with like sort of like 
insinuations of violence, like, you know, dead body drifting down the sort of, like, beautiful trout stream or whatever. And because they didn't tell you anything... Uh, that that leaves you the room to sort of imagine a well, a better game. <laughs> yeah. Well, and those visuals, you know, juxtaposed with religious music mm-hmm. and really the strong sense of like, oh, maybe we are going to have a somewhat trenchant look at, you know, a weird evangelical Christian question mark thing, or yeah. at the very least, maybe yeah. an interesting Christian cult of some sort. Maybe we're going to interrogate the way that reactionary ideas and militaristic ideas have found a foothold in the Western uh, United States. And the hype train definitely was building around this thing because that first yeah. trailer was released mm-hmm. in May of 2017. So mm-hmm. again, just a few months after Trump's inauguration. Worth mentioning Wolfenstein too, since, since yes. you don't think that's yeah. that smart, because like, I think we were kind of spoiled by that. Uh, because yeah. I, I know yeah. now you can look back and say that like the, oh, you, you have to shoot Nazis is... If anything, sort of, it's it's aged to the point of mildness. Um, mm-hmm. But the, sure. I, you know, it was able to be made yes. in the mm-hmm. form that it was. Mm. I, I think it gave me and a lot of other people hope that, like, oh, okay, so there are you know, video game developer, developers are willing to take this risk and like say this yeah. with their whole chest. I, I'm sorry, I'm gonna hijack the podcast, much like uh, one of lieutenants does, uh, no matter what you're doing mid game, uh, <laughs> if you get enough cult points. Uh, <laughs> I love cult points, dude. They're we, my favorite. We, kind love, of <laughs> we love cult points, and I want to, I want to kind of frame this up from, uh, for like the initial hype train around this, right? Mm-hmm. That starts, you know, in 2017, in May of 2017. There are articles that start coming out around this time. There's a big push and they do a lot of interviews with Dan Hay, who is the creative director of. It's actually pronounced Dan Hay. Thank you. (laughs) You beat me to it, Josh. (laughs) (laughs) This first one, Alice, I was wondering if you would indulge us and read this one. This is from a Kotaku article. Uh, Yeah. So so, so, uh, Dan Hay says here. Far Cry 5 was also pitched to press framed against some scene setting real world anxiety. The approach has become Ubisoft tradition for their recent games. They debuted Watch Dogs and The Division with reels about the real-world threats of cybersecurity and bioterrorism, for example. Hay began his hotel demo of Far Cry 5 with a five-minute monologue about growing up in the 80s, living under the threat of nuclear annihilation, and feeling relief in 1989 when the Berlin Wall fell and the Cold War threat seemed to vanish. He said that he recently began to feel anxiety about the state of the world once again. He cited the stock market crash of 2008, the seizure of a federal building by a militia in, or- in Oregon last year, and Brexit, all as manifestations of a splintering society that is focused more on us versus them and is increasingly sceptical of government. He pitches the game as one about society standing on a precipice. Ooh. And it's it's very interesting that he mentioned the, um, uh, the sort of the real for The Division, because uh, I, I don't know if you've mm. played The Division. Genuinely, the, the sort of like intro movie they start the division with about how this sort of pandemic breaks out and sort of destroys civil society in New York is really well done and it's sort of like at the time it like gave me chills and then the rest of the game is just like Ubisoft MMO a a guy wearing like a shitload of armor carrying a minigun walks around sort of yelling at you while you shoot bits of armor off and fine whatever Um, and so that's sort of like the paradigm that I'm now used to from Ubisoft is like you set out your stall with this like 
uh, we're going to talk quite trenchantly about like real frightening things uh, and sort of engage those. Then the guy with the minigun comes out and you have to shoot the bits of armor off of him. So in that quote, right, we have like all this stuff that sounds very intriguing. There's all this anxiety from like the militia in Oregon and like, you know, Brexit, I guess. Uh, but yeah. like this, a, a splintering society, things are going awry. Yeah. Little weird that he brings up the Cold War, but you know, that, that's fine. <laughs> a little weird. All the, it, it, all the anti-government sentiment that the Soviet Union government had in 20 in 2016 <laughs> well, yes. I, I feel like i feel like this is a, just a good example of like a dumb guy's idea of a smart thing to say yeah and, sure. and apologies to dan hey i don't know mm. him personally but no no well, no well, but i here's will the not thing. apologize to dan, dan apologize to dan hey my ass i will not apologize <laughs> yeah, to dan hey. an apology because <laughs> yeah. well, here's the thing right all that sounds vague enough that you're like oh, okay they could do something very interesting with it in the way that when you watch the first trailer you're like oh okay there might be something interesting mm-hmm. here but then he kind of kept talking so so right. this is this is from an article called Far Cry 5 First Look a Montana Uprising by Ryan McCaffrey during the same push. It came out the same day as that Kotaku article, right? The key for us is to make sure that when we build our world, we populate it with characters that have their own views, he explained. Oh. And those views compete. You go out into the world, and even when you think about the conversation between two characters in the beginning of the game, you're listening to this and you're like, who's right? Who is the person you should follow in this? Who's right? (laughs) And the answer is, it's not clear. Editor's note, we don't know yet if you'll be able to make these kinds of moral decisions during the course of the game. (laughs) Spoilers! Mm. You won't! No. The world is sometimes messy and sometimes bumpy and filled with opinions. And if we do it right, if we build a world... That has the same thing. The the world is sometimes messy and sometimes bumpy and filled with opinions is something the worst assistant principal in the world says after trying to break up a fight. <laughs> right, right, and this is the point where you're listening to Dan Hay and the smile on your face starts to wade a little bit and you're like, what? Oh, not me, not me. I walked into this thing like Wile E. Coyote. I was so convinced I was going to have yeah. a great time. The world is filled with opinions. We're going for it. That's the line that Nary Oxman would plagiarize. <laughs> oh, the halcyon days of 2017. Everything was going so well back so, then. So well. A year passes. We get a lot more like hype leading up to this. People were very excited about this game. Right mm. before the game is released, he does an interview with uh, Thomas McMullen at Asper. I think it's Aspire. Is it Aspire? I've always said Asper. I've always yeah, said it's Asper. A, it's Aspire because like you aspire to port the that game makes well. Sense. Well, yeah, they better, should aspire yeah. to spell it right. Then. You should aspire <laughs> to be these nuts, motherfucker. That's it's like well, fucking, it's like fucking infograms. Infograms. <laughs> well, speaking <laughs> of, speaking of these nuts, um, yeah. the interviewer asks Dan Hay, what is a very, very, very small detail in the game that you take great joy in? And Josh, I'm wondering if you could read this. For Absolutely. Us. Well, there are a lot of things floating around in my head. If I just take the first picture that pops into my head, It's getting bull testicles for the testy festy and hearing a very specific type of music come on in the middle of that mission. (laughs) I just can't get it out of my head. Oh, no. That is the exact reaction, Alice. (laughs) Oh, no. It should also be said that, yeah, there is a mission where you go and get Rocky Mountain oysters for this restaurant. And it's 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 a very sort of, I guess, rock star game type premise where it's like, look at these goofy locals and their strange habits and their Mm. strange ways. But it's not 
funny. Right. No. Mm-mm. It's just like, te- let's go get testicles. Yeah, no. just sort of like completely <laughs> deadpan. I, I, the thing is, right, Far Cry 3 had this mm. moment that people liked of like, because it was epic, apparently, of burning, <laughs> okay. of burning okay. down weed fields with a flamethrower. Okay. And Skrillex, okay. Skrillex started playing as okay. you got higher from the now, weed now, that you were now burning. this is epic. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And, and so since then, I think it's been on the list of like things that make a Far Cry game, along with like guy mm. gets way too close to your face. Yeah. <laughs> what you have to do is you have to have an iconic moment with like one song. And I think they tried sure. to do that with this and I don't fucking remember it so what it can't have been song? that iconic that's the thing i don't remember well, it they have a number. again i don't know Skrillex louder this time there are more than just one of those moments i mean i was uh-huh. floored when i got to the end of the game and watched the credits and saw the sheer number of songs they licensed for this game. Yeah. They licensed yeah. a bunch and they made they recorded they a, bunch, a yeah. whole album. Yep. Not just your typical soundtrack album of like we've you know we've hired one guy to do the soundtrack. We maybe even have a couple of songs with vocals on them. No, no. They have an entire album of like choral militia songs and we'll get and back to awesome. that later it's really that good music yeah. is great and it's i love so it. it it is yeah. and there's a there's a real problem with that which is actually i'll talk about this now which is one <laughs> of them and this is going to be a, a major problem with far cry 5 that mm-hmm. we'll talk about more one of them yeah. became really popular with the guys they were trying to depict apolitically oh. the song oh. keep your rifle by your side became based in trad and it became a meme amongst those people yeah Great. it's sort of like tomorrow go- belongs to me from yes, cabaret becoming yeah. an actual nazi anthem exactly yeah. they, they just handed Boy. them this free song they didn't hand me anything i had to pay money for this stupid <laughs> dog shit interestingly when the game was released some people seemed to feel that way but for the most part reviews were positive right the game mm, came out yeah. in march of yeah. 2018 and i think the metacritic average is like in the high eights but The thing is, when you actually read the reviews, they're positive in the sort of vague way that AAA game reviews are always positive. Mm -hmm. And if you drill down and look at the reviews from people who are willing to actually be somewhat critical, such as Polygon, they are considerably more negative. Uh, Polygon gave it a 6.5. Which is pretty damning. And I mean, like, yeah. This, yeah. this was like, not to be all ethics in video games, right? But like, <laughs> this was the, the first thing that really made me feel insane about the sort of like mm. gaming press. And not that I think it's like entirely sewn up, but I think it there's a, a shitload of pressure, explicit and not, to make you convince yourself you're having a good time. A lot of the reviews were like, I'm having an epic time with this right. sort of NPC face. <laughs> but here's the uh, he, here's the 6.5. And Alice, actually, yeah. do you want to just read this quote that yeah, I pulled yeah, here yeah, for by means. Uh, Far Cry 5 uses the religious and isolationist divides in America to set up a story without ever addressing their history and their very present danger. And the story seems to give most of your enemies a get-out-of-jail-free card to explain their actions. They weren't bad, they were just drugged. And the main antagonist, well, if you hadn't picked a fight, maybe none of this would have happened. We'll, we'll dig further into that, especially once we talk about the oh, ending yeah, itself. D- d- because d- like, The ending which made me yes. angrier than any piece of video game writing does. The writer, the yes. writer of that ending, uh, still, I believe, has me blocked on Twitter because I wouldn't I wouldn't stop <laughs> yelling yeah. at him about it. Oh, That's, nice. the, one, the one time I've really like leaned into cyberbullying this poor <laughs> yeah. guy. Yeah. 
yeah, I, I became toxic and I just kept fucking adding this guy to be like, this is the dumbest, like most reprehensible shit you could possibly have done with this. I have this image in my head of him hitting the final period at the end of the sentence, having written the ending. And then blaring Skrillex and yeah. <laughs> jizzing so hard that they're setting just a, a wheat field on fire. Yeah. yeah, like <laughs> truly, it's epic in the way that like a 13-year-old graffitiing a wall with fuck is epic. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it thinks it's so cool, man. 13-year-olds graffitiing fuck is kind of, I think, the target audience for this game, or at mm. least people who are maybe mentally still in that space. This review, this Polygon review, was one that also sparked quite a bit of controversy among capital G gamers. Right? Yeah, because when this game was coming out, when the hype cycle was going, it really looked like this game was going to be doing the Wolfenstein 2 thing, was going to be like critiquing American patriotism, American Christianity, um, the American right in general. And so the gamers were very mad. And the gamers, the gamers wanted this to stop. And so you had all of the sort of right wing grievance mill shit talking yeah. about how this was they weren't saying woke so much yet. They were still just saying like SJW at this point. Right. Uh, but it was all SJW brainwashing and postmodernism and all of those uh, scary boogeyman words. Mm. And then the game comes out and it's incoherent. And we get some reviewers from the woke gaming press <laughs> <laughs> who are like, this game is fucking incoherent. And they're like, ha, triggered lib. Are you you're triggered? It, it has gone so far around now that Far Cry Five is a based and red pilled game. That's true. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. I was just finding the worst tweets imaginable and just sharing them with Josh and AJ oh, yeah. on Slack yesterday. I mean, there's someone replying to like an Ian Miles Chong tweet talking about how like yeah, people today are it's just like that cult in Far Cry Five. You know, where they're all brainwashed and they're all wearing masks. But then you have the other people who are, of course, singing the songs and they're praising the cult. And they're like, actually, the cult was right. They don't have like a coherent um, message on this other than the gaming press got triggered. Therefore, this game is based and red pilled. But Far Cry 6 is woke. I, I saw another set of people who were talking about how like New Dawn uh, it's actually good, even though it looks woke because it has two black oh. women on the on the cover of it. But they're like, no, 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 it's not it's, actually it, no, woke. It's, it's about good. hunting them down and killing them. It's <laughs> so it's it's not woke. Uh, what I will say about New Dawn is at least it has a color palette that looks pleasing in a way that this game just kind of looks like very drab. Yeah, sort of like Blood Dragon. They always like apply a, a palette to the little spin-off games that they do and then go back to just like trees and dirt. Yeah, it's a weirdly barren world that mm. you're in. I mean, it, it, it's, it yeah. is Montana, but like the thing is that it doesn't do yeah. anything interesting with that sort of barrenness yeah. or that emptiness. We see that honestly from the very beginning. You know, yeah. when, when we begin yeah. the game, we start right in the middle of a basically non-interactive cutscene where you are a deputy sheriff. Yeah, you're the non-binary reserve deputy. Canonically <laughs> non-binary. Yes. I cannot the, emphasize this highly. It's, it's part of the Montana non-binary core. It's specifically, right. it's a long cultural history thing. It started with the Mormon settlers, actually, where deputies have to be non-binary. I mean, one thing I will say is that this game does have the least consequential character customization of its generation. Yes. You yes. can, you can choose. You can choose your 
haircut and your outfit and stuff. And the thing is, right, I, I, I love that shit in a video game. Mm-hmm. Rainbow Six Vegas, one of my favorite video games because it is tactical Barbie, right? And <laughs> th- so you give me a character customization system and I'm like, I'm going to characterize, I'm going to customize the fuck out of that character. I'm going to spend mm. hours on it and then never ever comes up again there's there's no reflective surface even right. to no. look in to see yeah, your even person cyberpunk yeah. has a mirror that you can turn on every <laughs> yeah. now and then like, yeah. this game is just like you can spend real money yes on and fucking I clothes that you'll know <laughs> I, will have to answer, I will have to answer for this when i die is why did you spend money on microtransactions for like weapon paints and clothing in far cry 5 and my wow. and my answer is I don't know. I'm stupid. Some of the guns in this game look pretty good on the model screen. It's just when you're using them in combat, it's just such a small part of the screen. Yeah, it it's so yeah. 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 I mean, I, I do have some thoughts about the guns as well, because this is like the major part of the game is like gunplay, right? You're right. just yeah. shooting people. That's the whole game. So it has like a lot of weapons that you can sort of modify and customize a mm-hmm. bit. And they're all suffering from a sort of case of Ubisoft artists disease, right? Mm. Where it's not that I'm doing the sort of comic book guy thing again of like being, this is not accurate, but they're not accurate in a way that doesn't really make any sense. And Mm. uh, because I am very neurodivergent, there is a website (laughs) called IMFDB, the uh, Internet Movie Firearms Database. Um, And you can get properly properly into this stuff. This is I, I use it a lot for yep. James Bond, um, and they do video games too. And it's genuinely, it's like they, they decided, okay, we'll do some writing on that. So the IMFDV pages for every Far Cry game are genuinely, sort of quietly, some of the best special interest writing I've found on the internet. <laughs> wow. You won't get access to most of them at the very beginning, because the, the beginning keeps you pretty strictly on rails, right? Mm. You, you basically get para-dropped into the cult headquarters, right? And you fly mm-hmm. in yeah. with the U.S. Marshals, every right. outhouse, henhouse, etc., etc., yep. into Hope County, Montana, mm-hmm. where, as you understand it, there's like so there's a warrant out for the uh, the arrest of the leader of this cult, who have as you see this as you fly in, have built a gigantic statue of him. Right, it's like Christo Redentor, but it's that yeah, guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, just like without anyone noticing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, w- welcome to Columbia. Everybody. Everyone, we're back in Bioshock. Pretty much, it's a a very similar feel. And the main character, the main villain, right? His name is Joseph Seed, formerly Chuck. (laughs) Good one. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good. That's a good. That's a. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Mm -hmm. I've been waiting all week to do that one. That's very good. I, I don't mean to. I don't mean to give writerly notes, but mm. if you're crafting a villain, I'm supposed to take seriously. Maybe don't name him after Jizz. Yeah, jo- like, just, Joseph Cum. Yeah, <laughs> we have to arrest Joseph Seed here in mm-hmm. his temple, in his inner sanctum, and in classic AAA video game fashion, you can press F to handcuff, or you can just wait. Oh, this fucking so! This is a thing. It's been a thing for a couple of Far Cry games where they would give you a kind of Easter egg bonus ending right. where if you just don't do anything, the story <laughs> works its out works itself out by yourself. Like the the opening of Far Cry Four is mm. you are invited to dinner. You have to break out of that dinner. If you just choose to sit and wait with the crab rangoon, then the story plays itself out and you get a little achievement and sort of like the the gaming press are like, ah, that's so cool, and we can write this up in our sort of SEO driving. Uh, 
uh, yeah. how to get the secret ending in Far Cry 4. So they just did the exact same thing yes. for the next game. Well, if, you just, if you just do nothing, you get a weird vibe off of the guy, and you go, okay, maybe we shouldn't arrest this guy, and you just leave. <laughs> and everything's fine. Um, yeah, Natural Guard is sent in, like, this whole thing kind of works itself out, and it is actually the only canonically good ending right. yes. in this game, is to walk away and do nothing, because what the thesis of this game is, spoilers, it's just, you should not mess with cults. Yeah. Right? Let yeah. them do their thing. It will cause more harm than good to stop them. But sort of, sort of like waggling, waggling their eyebrows provocatively and being like, what if the cult <laughs> has some points? What if the cult's right? What if this guy, you know, maybe, uh, maybe he actually is the messiah. How complex, what a complicated ooh. story ooh. to think, ooh, I'm doing one Who's thing, right? but maybe, uh, ooh, the other thing. Who is ooh. the person you should follow in who, this? Who, who can say? Right? Who can say? Many complex moral choices. So mm, let's talk mm. about Joseph Seed here. Yeah. Um, let's Carl sh- Lentz from Hillsong yeah, Church. Kind of? Like, <laughs> he's, he's got, like, aviators he's got the fucking glasses. He's David got the cum gutters. Yeah, yeah. D- David Koresh yeah. had these glasses because mm-hmm. everyone had these glasses oh, back true. in the yeah. day. And, yeah, his deal is that he kind of, like... Uh, is shirtless a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. He has a man bun, and he gets way too close to you and kind of like intones cult likely. Yes. Yeah, if yes. that's a word, it isn't. Yeah, where where these other characters get too close to the camera and they have monologues, he does it too. But like nothing happens in his monologues or any right. of the monologues you will <laughs> he encounter may as well in this be entire game. A shopping list too. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> he, he may right. as well be like like right up in your face, just like doing the big glasses, kind of creepily going like <laughs> in the strip club, straight up jerking. <laughs> <it>. <laughs> AJ, can you hit us with a little bit of that like Joseph Seed goodness? I feel like you're you're sort of dialed into his whole deal. I'm getting really close to the microphone. Here we go. Okay. And God said, let the water under the sky be gathered to one place and let dry ground appear. And it was so. God called dry ground land and the gathered waters he called seas. (laughs) You, my friend, are the land. And I, my dear deputy, was blind, but now I see. It's pretty good. Um, That's what he needed the glasses for. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) So, I mean... The thing about Joseph Seed, the is Book of Eli is in Braille. He just kind of <laughs> does that. Like he's just got these long ass monologues where he's staring at you. Every, every time, every time you kill one of the bosses, you get like a red toned scene of him in right. the dark, like in Run Lola Run, being like, "I'm sorry, Mario. Our princess is in another castle." <laughs> but yeah, he's known as the father. Yep. He is this sort of Koreshite uh, person that they conveniently leave the part about David Koresh being a massive fucking pedophile mm-hmm. out of this. But but again, like the the game is being like, what if this guy is right? Right. <laughs> so what if the pedophiles are onto something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, put that on the cover next to the fucking scores. You know, there are so many ways that they could lean into the way that this guy is fucked up. Yeah. And it sort of does, but the moment that it's really about to get somewhere with the specificity of who this guy is and why he's fucked up, it backs yeah. right off again mm, because yeah. it doesn't want to. I don't know if it's condemn the character. It doesn't, but it's trying to do this moral ambiguity thing. But 
rather than being morally ambiguous, it's just vague. Yeah, because he has a family, kind of. Yeah, uh, he's you got find three some, siblings. Right? Yeah, and, and you find out some complications around that, particularly once you get into Faith's chapter. But like, they're like you, you, they're framed at the church, and you're like, oh, this is the boss rush, right? Yeah, and right. You're looking at them mm-hmm. and saying, okay, so I'm gonna have to do every single one of their things. And their designs, I actually think, are pretty cool, sure. especially once you learn uh, what yeah, each one of the siblings' deals are. Like once yep. you find out that John carves sins into people and then rips off their flesh right you see joseph covered in like sins that have been carved into his skin but they have not been ripped off because he is going to be like jesus and be the sacrificial lamb and take Mm -hmm. all of those sins carved onto him with him to his death and sacrifice himself for the good of mankind at least that's what he like proclaims and that i think is a really lovely piece of like just design storytelling because Mm -hmm. There isn't any storytelling happening outside of the design. <laughs> no, what we do get is basically an encounter here with Joseph, who leads all of the people of the town to take down your helicopter with the marshals in it. There's sort of a surreal moment where he's like looking at you and he's like, oh, I'm. Ah, <laughs> and, uh, yeah. and this marshal, this marshal is also like extra itchy the whole time. He's like, right. let's just get this fucking done because he's, you know, right. he's the guy from outside. He doesn't understand yeah, our yeah, ways. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he's you like, we just don't. need to get this fucking guy and just get him, throw him, and kill everybody. But already there's some ambiguity here, right? Mm-hmm. Is is Joseph Seed actually? A messiah? Does he actually Whoa. have some sort of spiritual magical powers? Whoa. Who can say? I, I and I just didn't care already. It was I was like fifteen minutes into this I, game. I was, I was like, bored. I, I was still here. Okay. Yeah, I, I was I was down pretty much until I got through the tutorial. Okay, and and a couple hours out, and then I was like, mm. oh, the whole game is going to be this. Yeah. All right. So, so All right. D- depends where you feel like it's kind of like runs out of steam. Uh, so I because I was like a veteran of these games, I did the bullshit non-ending first. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And and so I went into actually playing it mad at how, <laughs> oh, at sure. how dumb the non-ending was. <laughs> um, and so I, that kind of like colored it for me. But yeah, I, I think the sort of like the family thing, the array of bosses is like interesting. It's, it's like interestingly designed, and yeah, I, I had the same kind of thing of like, oh, this could be this could be promising, you know. I I assume me and my my friend, the U.S. Marshal here, are gonna like you know have to fuck all these guys up at like terrible cost to ourselves, mm-hmm. uh, and maybe go onto like the borders of madness and insanity and things like that. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I assume that'll be a sort of like well fleshed out thing that says something about American violence or mm-hmm. uh, yeah, and and maybe you get to explore each other's bodies in the process. Yeah, maybe I get to. <laughs> Suck a U.S. Marshal's cock. Maybe that's (laughs) what I get to do here. Yeah. So you get this guy, you haul him out very slowly out of his compound. You get in the helicopter. It crashes. And then you get betrayed. This guy who was supposed to be with you, this marshal, he turns around and he's like, no, I'm on the side of the cult now. For some mysterious reasons. And then you like sort of just run to the edge of the map and find a chain link fence and then just kind of find the exit to it. You're in the water and you get rescued by a guy named Dutch. 
Yeah, but his name should be Canadian. Everyone's Canadian in this fucking game, Yeah, but though. this guy's mm-hmm. super Canadian. He's the he, most he, Canadian. He keeps talking about cult outposts. And, <laughs> I mean, the outposts. to the outpost. Yeah. <laughs> it's, you can cast Canadians. That's fine, but they have to do the... If it's going to be set in fucking Montana... They better sound like they're from fucking Montana. With real yeah. American patriots who are right. fact-checking all of my memes. That's right. That's right. They have mm-hmm. to have an American goddamn accent. A fun fact, actually, is that every Canadian accent in this game is actually just Mike Myers. Mm. <laughs> Interesting. He'd show That's up real. to the recording session in different prosthetics because he, he he kept assuming <laughs> they didn't know it was him. Just, yeah. I, this was the moment at like this happened in a bunch of Ubisoft games, including Assassin's Creed, where you just like look at an NPC and be like, why are you from Quebec? <laughs> <laughs> I, I looked him up because I was so curious. Mm. He is in fact born in the United States, but he what? was raised but he was raised in Canada. I see. But um, th- he should know better then. <laughs> yeah. yeah but like just like throwaway lines like you speak to like an NPC who's like a helicopter pilot or whatever and he's like dab on neck and you're like what the fuck you you just run into a guy and he's just eating a whole pepperoni in front of you and it's like come on once we meet Dutch this is how we get introduced to sort of the core gameplay loop this tutorializes Dutch again I want to I want to I want to drive this home Dutch Roosevelt his mm-hmm. name is Dutch Roosevelt. Uh, yeah, I sure hmm. hope it does. You know, like... Because <laughs> he's, he, he's a prepper, right? He's, he's a prepper. A, he's a right-wing... He's, 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 like, he's like a good prepper. He's yeah. like a kind of light-sided prepper. Because this yes. is a civil yes. war between good preppers and bad preppers. Ah, it between, is. Between, civil between war. classic George W. Bush Republicans and the bad new Donald Trump Republicans. The, the sort of yes. shorthand that the game gives us here uh, for sort of his prepper ways is that he has been collecting rainwater without a permit. But, you know, <laughs> he got arrested like, for it. But the, it's woke, also like, the woke sheriffs are trying to shut him down for this, too. Right. He's got like a big American flag on the wall of the bomb shelter. You know, I think yeah. it's one of those things where it's like we don't want to portray this guy as being like totally loony. So we'll portray him as like being in conflict with the local government over something relatively trivial. Right. Mm. Water yeah, rights, right. which has never led anybody to try and like shoot bureau of land management (laughs) it's a deeply weird opening because you're like okay i thought i knew who i was fighting in this game at Mm -hmm. least i thought i knew who i was fighting which was a cult of right-wing extremists and what i've come to learn is that it's oops all republicans Mm -hmm. it's just that, that that some uh, uh, have man buns genuinely it's like it's like militia cult thing versus never trump also militia yes Yes, AJ. It's like you, you, you brought in your woke liberal agenda, yeah, your inability yeah. to see nuance because you're yeah. gay and communist. <laughs> yes, this is this is Half a game day. about Half shades day. of gray, about you know, about not just black and white morality, but oh, like damn. purple no, and damn. aubergine <laughs> morality. Yeah. You know, yeah. are, are you saying that this is a journey that's taking us to the edge of madness? It is. Of- it, it, I feel like I'm already halfway there. Are we there? about to learn the sort of difference between? insanity and and mm. sort of rationality mm. here. Oh, yeah. Damn. Yeah. Damn, it is going to be like that. Because you are about to do the same thing over and over again for <laughs> certain hours. This is what podcasting is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah my, uh, my, my you know whole the thing definition about this... of podcasting? <laughs> <laughs> 
my whole thing about this opening area, right? Because you're confined to an island until you yeah. do like a, a very basic level tutorial. You go and clear out a couple of encampments and yeah. you climb a tower. Uh, and I was very excited because my big thing about any open world game is I like finding the tallest point and I like unlocking the map. That is a thing mm. that mm-hmm. I deeply actually love doing. And I know that a lot of people think it's very tedious, but I genuinely a sexual thrill. <laughs> I do. I get so high. Uh, I'm, I, I, no I one do can love be re- higher than me. I do I, love I, revealing a map. You. That's my yeah, favorite yeah, I'm thing. With yeah. you on this, one. Yeah. Like, I, this is one of the things I think Far Cry 4 did this thing that was like quite trite, even at that point, quite well because it made mm. each one into a little jumping puzzle. And I'm sure. like, yes. I love to do a little jumping puzzle. I love to climb up the thing and I love to be sort of like introduced to a, a rich landscape of bullshit by virtue <laughs> of uh, sort of that, that way of doing it. Um, yeah. yeah and, and I was on board with this game. Up until the very moment, because I was like, oh, God, all the stuff with the cult was a little bit shaky. But then I get to the top of the tower. I'm like, finally, a thing I'm going to like. And the game makes fun of you for thinking that climbing a tower will actually unlock the map. And I'm like, you motherfuckers invented this. Don't kill it, man. <laughs> this is joy from your game. Genuinely, the exact same thing as the, like, not ending, where what it is is that they are aware that people are making fun of them for being formulaic, and so they do the formula and then laugh at you for expecting it. Yeah. The, just, just, just to be very clear, the way that the map works in this game and reveals of the map, it will only ever reveal anything if you are on the ground. Or in the be, water. You can be very close to the ground. I revealed okay. some of the map in oh, a helicopter. Oh, okay. You can they be very close like to the altitude ground. ceiling on it. <laughs> yeah. They did. Yeah. yeah. And speaking of just like how routine all of this is for this kind of yeah. game, the tutorial is very weirdly like it's giving you instructions, but it'll give you supplies at a time when you're not going to use them yet and then just sort of expect you to know things. There are upgrades you get later on that you just have absolutely no clue like what the button is for them. And it's because it's kind of expected you to have played three Far Cries before right. this. Mm. It's sort of like I, I, the only Assassin's Creed I ever played was Black Flag and I never made it very far in it because that game has the same exact expectation. It's like we put one of these games out every six months you should know how to play this yes, game by now yeah. and I'm like I, I don't know I just want to be in a boat. There's no well, like it, remedial Assassin's Creed program. <laughs> you know? and, and I had played the original Far Cry right so The big piece of the core gameplay loop that has been there from the very, very beginning is that you find an outpost, right? Or an outpost, as as Dutch likes to call it. (laughs) Within that outpost, you will see a variety of guys. And what you can do is you can pull up your binoculars. You can zoom in on the guys. The guys will then be marked and tracked. And then it is up to you as to how you choose to infiltrate and liberate one of those outposts. Now, if you play like me in any game... You will be uh, sort of scouting around, finding stealthy locations to pick guys off, hiding, doing something kind of stealthy. The game does support different approaches, though. You can go in with guns blazing as well if you want. There are also posts where people, if you have not destroyed them, they can run up to those posts and they can call in reinforcements. So you will want to disable those posts before you actually attack the guys. Yeah, Yeah, this is this is the bread and butter stuff to me. And because I have played all of the Far Cries, I have no criticisms of this because this is like I have a lobe of my brain dedicated to doing this. (laughs) You know, this is this is work to me. I I clock into the outpost liberation (laughs) factory and I I just I just do the thing. and I have a great time. It's like it's cool. It's fun. I, I totally was like in the rhythm for this at the beginning. And then it just kept going. It just kept going. Again, yeah, you know? Yes. Yeah. I, I guess where where we want to go next is to the southwest, right? So yeah. Yeah. Josh, on a couple of occasions, has already said John Seed. That is because Joseph 
seed. He has three brothers, or he has three siblings, sorry. John, Jacob, and uh, Jingleheimer Schmidt. Actually. Oh, yeah. Um, what? His name is my name, too. Yeah. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Don't go out. Don't ever no. go out. <laughs> That's going to be hard for you if you do. You're going to have a real shouting. bad time. <laughs> and uh, there Faith. He goes! <laughs> um, Faith is the third, the, the sister. Mm, uh, you can encounter them in any order that you choose because this is yes. not a linear game. Yeah. Sort of. This is a quote unquote open world game in which you are able to go around and take missions in parts of the map that you choose in the order that you choose. We will be talking about this uh, game sort of in the three parts in the order of John, Faith, and then Jacob. The game tells you to, to deal with John first. Yes. The game is mm. just like, yeah. you could go everywhere, do this, go go through this entire story, and then do the rest of the game. <laughs> yeah. it's, the, it's John is also the one that sort of narratively kicks you towards because he like yes. calls you on the bunker phone yeah. and is like, hey, what's up? I have kidnapped the other deputy. Yeah, like, a character the, like, from the first deputy. scene who you already can, forgot yeah. existed. Mm-hmm. And I'm like menacing her with a knife and it's right. like, okay, cool. <laughs> then, um. then do it. It's going to take me another 10 hours to fucking <laughs> get to you. So John Seed is a pervert and yep. he's a sadist. Yeah. His big thing is that he detects what people's sins are and then he carves the name of the sin into their flesh with a knife. It's kind of really annoying because if you are that person, eventually you're going to attain self-knowledge and you're going to have to carve being a giant pervert slash sadist <laughs> into your own... Like, it's actually so many letters. It's, it's, yeah, it's a lot like tattoos. You know, you kind of run right. out of real estate, right? Like, <laughs> But this is also, I think, one of the big reasons why you're pointed to John first. As a, I mean, they had to point you to someone first, but I think the reason it's John is because there's a pastor that you meet during this journey named Jerome Jeffries. And he's a gun-toting religious guy, but he's mm-hmm. not, he doesn't use religion like that. Yeah, he's a never-Trump Republican pastor. He's a machine gun preacher. That's right. Yeah, if, if you are someone who perhaps uh, would take offense at a religious cult being the villain of a game, right? you could be like, well, it's not that we're taking the piss out of religion. It's that we're taking it a piss out of people who use religion wrong because mm-hmm. this guy, this guy uses religion right. Yeah, yeah. violently, uh, but <laughs> like right. in, in a good way. Also, yeah. the cult aren't explicitly Christian either. They use a lot of Christian language and yeah. they sort of have strange like crosses, but like, but it's not a Christian cross. It's a it's no. a different looking cross. Yeah, yeah, it's a cross yeah. made by a game designer. Like you know, it's <laughs> yeah. Just... <laughs> but but they do quote that they, movie like... cross database being like these parts on the cross <laughs> serve no functional purpose. Also, that 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 like priest guy that you see, this Jerome fellow, he's actually in the opening cutscene where they do like this Netflix wild wild country thing. It's like they treat it like the the Rajneesh Param documentary where they have like interviews with people and cell phone videos and stuff like that right. to really yes, get yes, yes, right. the rhythm of everything. So it's like, oh, here's this guy you saw before. He's a priest, but no, he's cool and has a gun. John Seed has basically taken over the area known as Hope's End. Get it? <laughs> Do you fucking get it? <laughs> uh, and... Within Hope's End, yeah, everybody who has not been able to physically resist has been forced to join the cult. And Jerome is really the pastor of the one church that's left, the one church that remains a true Christian church that is standing up against this cult. And Mm -hmm. what John is basically doing 
is going around, snatching up guys, carving sins into their flesh. And in order to defeat him, you have to team up with a number of other people in the area who are engaged in active resistance. And so you will then get a number of messages from people when you scroll around the map saying, hey, I'm over in the old church and there are bad guys here. Come help me. Hmm. And you get in a car or whatever your method of transportation is. You go to that place and they will give you a mission. Now, and I should say it's all in first person. Whenever you drive yes. or fly a plane, it's always in first person mm-hmm. only. You're driving the special pickup truck that you got because this being Ubisoft, you bought the like special ultra triple gold uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. premium pre-order. Yeah, yeah. It is one might do that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you have the special like GameStop livery on it because you bought it from GameStop or whatever. <laughs> and you were secretly quietly sad that you can't get all of the different liveries because you can't buy every different edition at once yes <laughs> oh absolutely absolutely I, I, alice I, how do you how did you find the controls of uh of these vehicles because we we had a spirited debate in the chat about this i am like robocop here i i'm like i have been programmed and trained over like a series of sort of like far cry games that i don't even see this anymore you yeah. know it's it's just like sure. this is i'm i'm operating on a level above being annoyed by it is it good <laughs> is it good of course not is it easy okay. of course not but like at that point it doesn't even register anymore you know here's, oh, here's sure, the sure, thing sure. about cars though is that at least when you're playing on easy mode uh, which also easy. What a crock of shit. This game was <laughs> difficult and made me sad. Well, it's because all of yeah. the enemies have like too much health. And oh, it, it really easy. suffers from this kind of like late Ubisoft period thing of like every gun is a health bar lowerer. Yeah, 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 they're all sponges. And, and you take maybe two hits with like the non-upgraded <laughs> yeah. health and you're yeah. fucking dead. On, and I played on normal. I yeah. couldn't, so, you know, I had to uh, lower it when, when you drive, at least in easy mode, there is an autopilot function where if you like choose your, your destination, it'll just stay on the road and do anything without, do the whole thing without you having to touch any buttons. And since this world is so empty and dead, that's what I did. I would just walk away and like get something out of the fridge and come back and then be like, oh, cool, I'm there now. In the PC version, using Waz, is pretty decent as far as controlling the cars go and if you turn on autopilot you can press w to go faster you can and stay you can on the autopilot in... uh okay yeah you yeah, can yeah. Do that oh and, and and josh good news uh by you mentioning the how the pc version is better than a console mm. version you've earned us 110 cult points <laughs> so uh, <laughs> Keep this up and we might just have another. So, cut yeah, scene. yeah. In addition to the missions, you have like little things that you can do. There will be a little prison transport that will drive by and you can stop the car and get the guys out of the prison or you can kill everyone and blow them up and it, you don't get penalized at all. But then you'll get little resistance points. It's sort of like just cause how in mm. just cause you're always liberating yeah. different areas of the island. But just cause does it better and that's a funny thing to say because it doesn't do it well. Uh, well, it's very is little more fun well. in Just Cause. I you know, think. it's just mm. like it, it, the the sense of like, oh, this area is free now is interesting. Whereas in Far Cry Five, just the further you get up this meter, the more you have these weird scripted encounters, and the more like you'll just have planes show up that start shooting at you at right. any given yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. This yeah, the is plane the that kills you instantly. I, I, yeah. I, wanna, I, yeah. I do want to mention the cult sort of patrols, because you mentioned yeah. those in terms mm-hmm. of driving around. Basically, yeah. sort of, because they've conscripted everybody in Hope County, the cult 
I imagine has a kind of like universal jobs program yeah. where most of the people in the cult are employed sort of driving around back and forth in, in pickup trucks, I guess looking for you. Um, or waiting yeah, to be ambushed by goal. you. Yeah. Yeah, and and yeah. so when you do liberate an area, when you do sort of like kill a boss or whatever, uh, do those guys go? Do they get replied? No. No, no that's, that's yeah, still... Yeah, they just stick around. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the yeah. random There's planes stop, but like everything else is still just kind of there. Because just to frame up sort of the objective versus the super objective here, right? Mm. Your, your objectives are all mission-based. Either mm-hmm. it's going and infiltrating and liberating those cult outposts, or it's doing these story missions, which, in my opinion, are uniformly terrible. And we'll talk oh, yeah. about them in a little bit. Once you complete enough missions, you accumulate these cult points that AJ was mentioning. Yeah. You accumulate those regardless of whether you want to. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. you, you sneeze on a cult guy, you get like five cult <laughs> points for giving him a cold. Yeah. Uh, and, and if you look at the top of the screen when they flash up, there are kind of like, it's like a thermometer, right? For like yeah. a pledge drive. And there are kind oh, of yeah. like marks on the cult points-ometer of how culted you are. And once you yep. hit those, you will get culted whether you like it or not. That's right. Well, and sometimes yeah. it's like not even the marks. Like it's like near the marks yes. where yeah. they'll like abduct you. Sometimes it's over the marks. Yeah. I, I, I got to one case where I was in Faith's area and I was like, I, I I had fully gotten as many cult points as I could. There were no more missions on the map. And I was like, what's what's happening? <laughs> and I, I could not progress the game until I randomly walked into a field and got so high, I activated the game again. Right. Yeah, I mean, so, so the way that this works, right, is that like, uh, roughly sometimes around the progression of the big cultometer mark, um, you know, th- <laughs> that boss, whoever they are, instantly kind of like knocks you unconscious and gets way too close to your face and does the like you like playing Castlevania don't you thing (laughs) and in the case of John he basically just drags you around to places he has the like capture you instantly dart gun that he has every time he captures you someone comes to rescue you and then you do a shootout right closer and closer to, to John's bunker the most kidnapped non-binary person in Montana (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Until, of course, uh, you get to basically the, the the penultimate moment where John not only captures you, he captures everybody else. This, of course, all happens off screen. <laughs> yes. uh, and yeah. you, everybody you you've just up, been working to liberate yes, this whole time yes, gets captured, including including Pastor Jerome. You all wake up in Pastor Jerome's church, uh, which now John Seed has basically desecrated and he is making everybody. Uh, atone for their sins, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and by atone for their sins, uh, I mean that he carves the sin into you, which he does to you, the player character, and then to one other guy, he the sin rips. there is gamer. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then he rips the skin, like the whole spot where the sin is carved in on one person. Which Ow. I don't know. I thought that was, I, yeah. it, it looked it was kind of cool. That's a thing. I like, yeah, that's that's a, yeah. that's a fun idea. There is a giant. Hollywood signs yes. in yes. the mountains of John's yes. region yes. that says yes, yes. yes. Me, Clem Fandango. yes. Uh, <laughs> and in this scene right in this final scene you have to say yes to him yeah mm-hmm. right you of have course to it was originally yes. it was originally part of a sort of property development called say yes land um, <laughs> very well so uh, well here's the thing had they just held out for a couple more years they could have had mickey mouse as their mascot hey. yeah this, this giant mickey look. mouse statue <laughs> this game for the first time and secretly for the second time if you if you count the the prologue um is giving you something that looks like it's going to be a choice but it's just not 
Right. You just yeah. have to press the only button that there is to press to say yes to him. But then yep. but then surprise, the book that you're going to like swear your fealty on has a gun in it. And somehow you knew that. Well, because the pre the, the pastor gives it to you. Yeah, he, gives he you, likes it. He, he, gives you, you he gives you the wink that like this is my gun Bible. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which shall be given up for you. <laughs> I, I, I will say, too, there was something about how, like... It's, I'm not American. Is this common in American yeah. churches to have the gun Usually Bible? there's, like, whiskey in there. It's like there's a flask in well, there. Okay. I know so that. Speaking from the Southern Baptist uh, tradition, there's yeah, no sure. whiskey, of course. We're very dry. That's a Catholic mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. And sure. uh, it's, not, it's not in the Bibles. It's in the hymnals. Oh, because yeah. <laughs> those um, are in the those are in the pews and the, there's one for every yeah. member of the congregation. Yeah. The thing about the, the gun Bible, though, right? And, and Pastor Jerome is that, yeah, you can choose to either grab the gun out of the gun Bible right away, uh, which yeah. is like pressing F to yes. Or you can <laughs> you can just wait and then you get to watch John C. just like pistol whipping Pastor Jerome. This was a moment where I was like, OK. You you have this this, you know, white cult leader pistol whipping a black pastor in a not, way. Not explicitly a racist cult, though. No, right. no, it's very no, diverse. No, no. Cult. Very diverse. They're, they're, too, they're too afraid to even do that. They're not even but that's like what's so fucking white weird. It's yeah. like you could make it yeah. be something. Right. Yeah. But it's not anything. And so it actually makes you feel very uneasy because it's like, well, what are we doing? doing here trying to spare the feelings of racists because like the the thing the thing that wolfenstein correctly calculated was like enough people are offended by nazis that we can take the chance of offending nazis and not care yeah yeah wolfenstein made a really really specific aesthetic choice of playing off of like exploitation and black exploitation movies from the 60s and 70s in in making especially like wolfenstein 2 is really leaning into that stuff but this game was just being made right and then a bunch of stuff happened and so they were able to market it on that but they had no intention from the beginning of ever making something that was making a comment about the far right because they started development on it in like 2013 and it was the obama years and everybody was happy yes and sort of the 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 general (laughs) process of how you write a video game in one of these franchises and what the process of writing that is like uh, gets you to the ending. And we'll talk about yeah. that, or I'll talk yeah. about that when we talk about the ending, because yeah. there's, th- these are not written the way that you sort of might imagine a video game might be written, where you sit down and do like a sort of holistic work. It is, it's very much like Far Cry Project. Yeah, right? plug it in. Um, yeah. yeah. What we can talk about the ending, though, of is this particular section, right, with mm, John yeah. Seed, where you take to the skies in an airplane. Yep. You shoot down John's plane again. Yeah. Like not to not to sort of okay. So part of the con, like uh, s- setting confection here is like nobody can get in or out of like this entire county of Montana. Nobody has noticed besides <laughs> the feds who have sent one guy. Uh, right. But uh, there's one. There's okay. There's two things I know about the United States. Right. Uh, firstly, yes. Um, it it has a lot of guns. Right. And Correct. often in hymnals. Second of all, <laughs> it, it has an air force. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm pretty certain they have air force bases in Montana as well. Yeah. Even. I, they uh, sure do. Yeah. Yes, and you've just got guys, just random guys, just flying crop dusters around, shooting at each other with automatic weapons. And it's no very one silly. Notices. Just a little. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you've got the fucking air force academy just a couple states south in colorado like there is no possible way that they would be able to get away with this and that u.s air support would not do something about it it's 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 nonsense but at least it's fun 
flying the planes in first person. Yeah, at least. <laughs> I, yeah, are, are you enjoying so the sort fun. of like locked War Thunder first person mode? I mean, the thing is, right uh, again, yeah. this is the thi- this is the place where it almost does something, right? Where it's like yeah. you, you yeah. could have done something with the idea of like an entire county of Montana has gone missing, and the federal government's response is one guy in a way that says, "Oh, so yeah. the federal government has like really like fractured quite badly, like right. shit has shit has declined yeah. horribly," and do some kind of like uh, clever storytelling about that. It'd be very easy to do, but they don't bother. Like, at no point does it occur to anyone. Instead, they they try to make a comment about government overreach in the overall story, as though this is Ruby Ridge, a a story where famously there was too much federal involvement, perhaps, you know, Mm. or or, or Waco, where they fucking burned that whole place down. this This is a very, very different situation because you have this cult that is in complete control now of the means of production and most of the local sort of facilities and is enslaving people against their will and has apparently managed to develop a large enough economy that they can now start exporting the cult to other areas potentially all over the world including the, in the radios <laughs> <laughs> and cashmere I don't, I don't know man i all i know is that once you shoot down john's plane you're able to kill him defeat him then you take the key off his body. You go back to his bunker. You free Deputy Hudson. Remember yeah. her? No, of course you no. don't. Absolutely. And, and also, not. like, you're, yeah, the boss fight is not the last thing. You always right. have to go back to this yeah. person's bunker. And probably the hardest bunker out of the bunch is John's bunker. Yes. And you start yes. out, you have your your NPC support team with you on the ground, but they don't follow you inside for no reason. Uh, right. So it yeah. becomes and incredibly that's just hard. Corridor shooter because there's no yeah. open worldness to it. It's just like you have to go inside this prepper bunker. All of the prepper bunkers are identical. Um, yep. If you've seen one sort of pallet of filtered water, you've seen them all. Um, <laughs> and it, right, if, right. You, if you did not, if you were not sensible enough to bring a shotgun for this, then you are going to have to be extremely twitchy the whole time. They have silos in these prepper bunkers, and so my whole thing was like, okay, so this is like. This is what you were talking about, Josh. This was the the nuclear facilities, right? The right. nuclear sure, facilities yeah. in Montana. No, no, no. It's just like regular. Could be could be a fucking grain silo for all anyone knows. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, because yeah. there's no there's never a, there's never a threat of launching nukes from Hope's uh, from from the from Hope County, which yeah. is very weird to me because that's what I thought the whole thing right, was. That's where and our why nukes was are. Montana. <laughs> I thought that they stole the nukes and that's why the government wasn't like sending in the Air yeah, Force. You, you for wanted example. something like oh, beneath sure. the planet of the apes where they like have a nuke religion and they worship the nuke and then they send well, it, it makes, off. Yeah. It makes sense if the seeds yeah. have a nuclear deterrent yeah. that considerably changes the calculus here. I would argue it's the only way the ending of this game makes any sense whatsoever. Yeah, no, no. Instead, instead these bunkers are just full of Ronald Reagan's strategic jelly bean reserve. Right. <laughs> yeah. And also Ronald Reagan. We gotta store all the jelly beans, mommy. We gotta put all of them somewhere in Montana or Wyoming. I get the two of them confused. Well, Brian, Brian you mentioning the uh, strategic jelly bean reserve has reminded me that I really need to go eat some jelly bellies real quick. So I think I'm gonna do that. And when mm. we get back, we're going to keep talking about this game, cool. its bizarre storyline, and uh, meet some more guys. So mm. stay tuned for that. Well, howdy, listeners. Melvin Abercrombie here of the Hope County Abercrombies and recent project at Eden's Gate Devotee. 
Listeners, do you feel like there's something weird in the air? Like the world's once immaculate vibes have gone all switchy-swatchy? Do you have a rumbling in your tum-tum that at any moment the world might go kablooey? Well, congratulations! You're right! So why not spend your remaining days before the skies catch fire running over civilians in Montana and join the Project at Eden's Gate today? The Project at Eden's Gate has everything you could ever want for facing down the imminent collapse of society. We have silos... So join the project at Eden's Gate today and gaze in wonder and majesty at our seemingly endless supply of guns, ammunition, and attack helicopters and help us convert the entire world to accept the eternal bliss of... You know, come to think of it, why do we have so many attack helicopters? It seems like every time one of those heretics blows one of ours up, there's always another one just kind of flopping around. I went to ask Joseph about this, but he just took off his shirt and got very close to my face and told me that God is the meat tenderizer and we are the meatballs, and normally that would be enough to satisfy my questions. But then I remember that Steve, that's my buddy Steve, I saw him get mauled by a bear two weeks back, and this morning I saw him walking around without a scratch on him, so... I had some questions. So what I did was I went over to one of our silos, you know, the one where everybody likes to hang out and scream, and I decided to sneak down through the door, but we were told we weren't supposed to go. And inside, well, it was a giant man. Only he weren't like any man I'd ever seen, what with a face and a mustache. Oh no, this man, this man had no arms, legs, or neck and his hair spun like some sort of hair jubilee. As his eyes pulsated with blood, his gloved hands gripping two metal rings for support as he hung suspended over a great pit. But the strange part was, every few minutes he would make this guttural moan that sounded vaguely like, like woo and out from a previously unseen birth canal would drop a new item. Sometimes an attack helicopter, sometimes an AK-47 painted like the old stars and stripes, always covered in goo. While my fellow brothers of Eden's Gate surrounded this great bee and enchanted the phrase, Ooh, be soft. Ooh, be soft. Ooh, be soft. Now, I was feared, dear listener, and I wanted to run, but something kept me rooted to the spot, a, a great question within me longing to be answered. And just as I had mustered the strength to pry my legs from the floor, the giant man released a particularly painful woo, and out of his purple torso dropped me. Melvin Abercrombie of the Hope County Abercrombies, covered in goo, but decidedly me. But if that was me, then who am I? And how many more of me are there? So come to Hope County, Montana, the only county in America with 400 farms and not a single McDonald's. The project at Eden's Gate. Get pegged! I was thinking the other day. Yeah. What if... John Seed got saved. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I bet he'd start singing praise in a whole new way.
I bet he would. Yeah. I bet he would. I don't know what that way would be because he doesn't have any clearly definable ticks that we yeah, could I, capitalize on, much like some, that song did with the cartoon but it characters. Would be something like, I'm going to put a gun in a Bible, Alleluia. Uh, that's a joke. <laughs> that's a joke that's going to be like entirely understandable to maybe 20% of our listeners. Yeah. Well, look, look, we, we, we've done away with John Wiggly Goo, right? We, mm. We've moved on mm. to uh, his sister in faith. Uh, in faith yeah. One might call her uh, <laughs> Faith Wiggly Goo. I, I might call her that. Yeah, let's 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 talk about Faith Seed, the second mm. of the... Uh, Seed family, getting right? A bit more so, weed, uh, a, a bit more weed, getting a bit more weird with it. And yeah. we are getting weird, weird with, with it, it and slightly weird with it because yeah. Faith yeah. is a young woman who came from a fucked up background, and Joseph, mm-hmm. uh, the father, of course, convinced her to join the cult and immediately put her in charge of manufacturing and distributing a drug. This is a special drug that the cult makes called the Bliss. Mm, and right. uh, what this drug does is it basically zombifies you. Uh, you get put into sort of a surreal dream state, which uh, is also like, called the bliss. Yes. Yep. yes. Yep. The yes. drug and the state it puts you in are both the same thing. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like how you do heroin to enter heroin. <laughs> yeah. Boy, yeah. I got really salviaed yesterday. <laughs> it lasted 14 seconds and I saw a goat that called me Doug. <laughs> <laughs> the net effect of the bliss is that you are in the surreal dream world called the bliss. Everything is happy in this world. All of your needs are met, but you can be manipulated to do evil things only Whoa. sometimes, depending. Uh, not clear. <laughs> the cult the cult kind of uses this extensively, but only within one third of the map because right. we have to have defined things for everybody to do. And yeah. listen, everybody's yeah. got their own thing. I, I appreciate uh, Joseph Seed having a kind of like very hands-off management style mm-hmm. where he's like, everybody <laughs> yeah. everybody gets a slice of the map and you can do your own weird thing yeah, there and we'll see what like, works out. You know, federalism in the United States. Yeah. He's basically just, you know, copying a very good model of governance that works very Boy, well in our country. wouldn't that have been interesting if they commented on it in the game? Interesting. That he was running yeah. a federalist cult? <laughs> <laughs> but in, instead, you just have these kind of like bliss plantations and yeah. labs and tanks, and it's it's kind of sort of suggested to be made of scopolamine, which is like a sort of uh, nightshade. Again, I come back to my my problem with this game, or one of my problems with this game, which is this could be interesting if you followed through on yes. any yeah. single yes. aspect. It, of it, it. It, that's the thing. It's like ADHD. Have, like, yes. it genuinely, it's like, here are a bunch of beginnings of interesting ideas. I get distracted. Here is another interesting <laughs> idea beginning. Because you wouldn't have to yeah. follow through on all of those ideas. You could keep the other ideas loosely defined and just really define one of them. But the mm-hmm. game doesn't fucking do that. No, Josh, we gotta have a cougar. <laughs> we gotta have a pure cougar you can pet. I do oh, like fuck, petting. a fucking cougar! It's just literally, it's like design document <laughs> stuff. You write at the top yeah. of the thing, and we'll get to this about the writing process again, but you just write at the top yeah. of the thing, baby's first writing, themes. Mm-hmm. What are the <laughs> themes? What do I want to explore here? What's very confusing, too, is that Faith has this whole thing where you enter the bliss and you're able to be manipulated to do things you wouldn't normally do, right? Right. Yeah. And that's very different from Jacob in the third part, who uh, can also brainwash you. 
Yeah, but his way is hotter, though, is the thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it is. It is. <laughs> so, 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 so Faith's thing to is the you, shoot. maybe. Yeah, yeah, this, yeah, yeah, yeah. This 100%. game is an anthology series with three episodes, mm-hmm. and yeah. two of them are the same episode. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. Faith, Faith's... Except that Faith is interesting, yeah. and we'll get to why, but mm. the game does not capitalize on no. any of that. Yeah. yeah, no. Instead, what happens is, like, where you hit the big cultometer thing and you get culted, under John, he would show up and be like, hey, uh, you should get some stuff carved on you. Yeah, Faith right. will show up in her kind of like, how would we describe her aesthetic? I don't even know how to be rude about it. I, w- I was thinking like Mormon interior design uh, yeah, influencer. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, it's kind oh, of like sure. kind of like busted drug Mormon trad wife shit. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and she'll show up and she'll kind of like wave her trad dress at you and be like, uh, you want to get manipulated so bad. Right. Uh, you <laughs> yeah. want to be on drugs so bad. And yeah. and, and you, your non-binary self is like, uh, yes. <laughs> yes. How is this not hotter than Jacob's thing? We'll get to it when we talk <laughs> about Jacob's She's doing sissy hypno. It depends on what your thing is. Yeah, this is why the sissy hypno stuff sort of like alienates me. It's like, yeah, I I find that very foreign from my experience. But Jacob's stuff, a lot of commonalities there. How would you like to walk the slowest you've ever walked in your life? (laughs) What if if you want to take like five minutes to go like maybe 20 feet? That's the funniest thing is that one of Faith's little interstitial things you, you keep meeting up with the marshal in the hallucination universe, and there's a yeah. point where you have to stop the marshal from going through a gate mm. by just walking up to him very, very slowly. And then he you, you press, also like walk slowly press and you press F square to not have him go through. Yeah, gate. it's yeah. sort of like that that part in yeah. Death Stranding where you have to stop the Death Stranding from going into the ocean. Um mm. And you have to right. grab her hand or whatever. But like I was, it was a cutscene, so I, I stopped paying attention and I was looking at my phone. And it took me, oh, I don't know, yeah. just a couple of seconds to be like, "Oh, it's playable now." And I started walking, and I was right behind him as he went through the gate because I, I spent like a minute just walking very slowly <laughs> to catch up to him and then it was like no you failed the mission and I'm like what mission this is an interactive cutscene why is there a fail state I will say uh, you mentioned Death Stranding I would say that Faith's vibes are not dissimilar from Amelie in Death Stranding yeah. Both in terms sure, of appearance yeah. and overall kind of like demeanor, I guess. So, yeah, yeah, so you yeah. mean like this, the the creator of this game, just like how Kojima like got really horny watching the bionic woman 50 years ago. Yeah. He was like yes. imprinting on some like hippie chick that he saw. I, I mm. think so. It definitely feels <laughs> I mean, specific in a way. Yeah, but it feels gross to be horny about her because of all the stuff you learn during her boss fight while you're shooting her in the head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you're like shooting her a bunch because she's got a massive health bar and she's like, I have trauma. I'm neurodivergent. <laughs> and a minor. Also, they realized how annoying it was because there are checkpoints in the middle of it. You mm-hmm. get checkpoints at different oh, wow. po- yes, uh, spots on the health so bar. They did play test this. Yeah. Once. When we start the faith area, you come across a prison. And this is basically the resistance outpost, right? Big base operations here for a group called the Cougars. The Cougars are a local resistance unit. Led by your sheriff, the guy who you were with at the beginning. And Faith has successfully zombified one of your companions who you were with in the helicopter at the beginning of the game, uh, Marshal Burke. Eventually... She actually brain controls him. She sissy hypnos him 
into killing one of the cougars. Yeah. Uh, a, a man known as Virgil. Virgil Minkler. She Virgil hmm. on my Minkler. Come on. <laughs> I don't know. Listen, so I cry far. Yeah, it's, uh, I, so, so, somebody, so somebody glanced at the back cover of Dante's Inferno mm-hmm. and uh, was like, oh, that has to do with religion. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Name of this guy, Virgil. So you go uh, and, and yeah, you have to do some missions for Virgil Meneker and mm-hmm. <laughs> come on. I had the same thought. Actually. <laughs> that's what I, I thought. That's what his name was. It's Virgil Meneker. That can't be right. <laughs> you know, they use this this drug, the bliss all over the place. You'll like you'll see containers of it. You'll see silos of it on any part of the map. And so it's like, oh, yeah, they're poisoning the water supply. They're doing whatever. But here it's Making like the freaking frogs gay, et yeah. cetera. And mm-hmm. here it's like cranked up. So they're they also poison animals. And then the animals are something called judges, which like no one ever says. But like certain descriptions say judges. And so it's like eventually you get a sense that, oh, that means those animals. OK, what Faith has been doing has been making zombies. And there's just straight mm-hmm. up zombies who take more bullets to take down they because of how high they are. Sponges. Yeah. I mean, and they also are constantly farting mm-hmm. uh, because they just Relatable. have a green fart cloud around them at all times. It looks so silly. And there's giant like churches in Faith's area that you get to take out as well. Right. Mm-hmm. And they're also like radiating this the green gas. Yeah. And it just it looks it looks so dumb. Like it mm. looks it looks like like PlayStation 2 levels of like smoke effects <laughs> in, in a game that generally looks fine. Yeah, the visual think, effects you when know, you are high are really interesting and very specific oh, the chromatic like, aberration yeah, it kind of looks like do. you're looking yeah. through a prism and yeah 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 the very yeah I, I mean i generally find anything where they drug you where the game drugs you to be profoundly annoying and there's <laughs> absolutely no exception where it just puts the kind of like green wash over mm-hmm. everything um sure. or have enemies that as you say are kind of like farting scopolamine <laughs> at you um and i i just kind of to me this is the weakest bit of the game yeah like as far as like the regions of it go like even more so than the guy who built the sort of Hollywood land it it Um, feels right yeah it feels like in this area too you're having to try to work to get your cult points like Mm, in in other regions in Jacob's region it happens like way too fast you're just like blazing through it in John's region it all kind of happens normally but in like the southeast you're scouring areas to find things to do in order to get your cult points up and you meet and you meet the recurring character uh, from previous Far Cry games. Alice, I think maybe you would know more about him than I, but it, it, he just has a rocket launcher and his dad's running for senator, oh, I guess. God, we, yeah, his mom has a helicopter. Okay. Oh, we should talk about oh, Herc. Yeah, Herc. Mm-hmm. we got it. He, he puts the glad and gladiator. <laughs> yeah. So, so th- this is a recurring character all the way from like Far Cry Three with some DLC, and the role here is to be epic. Yeah, um, so and epic. When- whenever they need an epic guy to show up, uh, or or in the co-op, they just they just dump this guy on you. Mm. Um, and so his his dad is in this as a never Trump anti cult small business tyrant yep. Republican. Yeah, where where mm-hmm. they've kind of squared this away is that all which. Like, this is funny to me. I liked some of the writing here. They all think of the cult as hippies and, like, Canadian liberals. What's even funnier about it is that the right-wing guys who are now like, yeah, this is a based and red-pilled Far Cry game, unlike Far Cry 6, made by, like, the same people, but they're woke now, they have taken that to be gospel. Like, they believe that what the good NPCs are saying is correct, 
and the cult members are communists. Again, these are the right wingers who aren't the ones saying that the cult is right, actually. And then they'll get into arguments with each other online. It's very fun. We haven't mentioned it yet, but the cults, uh, the culties have a name because they are Eden's Gate, oh, yeah. right? Like yeah. the project at Eden's Gate. But for short, everyone calls them Peggy's. Yes. Which I Peggy think 18. Is, <laughs> it's so interesting hearing all of the supposedly good NPCs at some point just saying Ah, oh, these globalists are coming for me. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you're yeah. like, wait, but yeah, wait, and they believe that what? yeah, the cult is part of the globalist uh, NWO agenda, and like, I, it's like there's almost something there. There's they're, they're trying to do the rock star thing again, and it's somehow even more incoherent than the rock star thing. Yeah, because rock star right. at least has like solid writers, <laughs> you know, mm. so they're able to like at least just uh, complete the joke in some way. I mean, speaking of NPCs in this game, right? We have Herc, obviously the right. the epic one who who shoots rocket launchers, and yeah. is generally at least he has a personality. Yeah. Oh, and he's so a liberal, fun. and since he's been out of the country for a while, he's he's never heard of Donald Trump. He just refers to the president as that orange Russian guy. He also won't assume your gender. Yeah, that's he's right. very, that's true, he, yeah. There's a line where he's like, I don't assume anybody's gender. Where everybody else <laughs> he assumes went into that like you're non-binary. Fake Nepal. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's like more woke in that way. He went to fake, <laughs> fake Nepal to find himself. You yeah. know? So I wanted to ask you guys about this statue because I didn't really get to experience much of it. And I wondered if I missed something. So Faith has these like 13 steps to enlightenment. Those have like shrines on this path that lead up to the statue and then people will like climb up the statue get out onto the book that the statue is holding and jump off which I did see someone do. So when I came to the southeast part of the map I just was in a helicopter with guns and the moment I flew past the statue they're like you know that thing's hollow you can shoot it so I shot it and I destroyed (laughs) it immediately. Same. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Oh, okay. So whatever story there was or whatever thing you could do inside the statue was completely closed off yeah, to me because I had already there's, just there's destroyed a story it. mission to destroy it that you have just sort of uh sequence broken yes. there. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you you shoot it. Well, what happened with me was I shot the statue, I destroyed it, and then I had to get out of the plane and climb up it. Right. Uh, right. You had to the top, something at the very the story. But mission. I just sort of jumped yeah. out at the top and and grabbed the book or whatever. Oh, that 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 makes so much more fucking yeah, sense. Yeah, going from up to down. Yeah. Mm. Oh my god. You're already I, fought through, <laughs> I fought through that whole thing so many times and died so oh, many good. times. Oh good, I missed nothing. Mm. Great. <laughs> I could have just jumped off at the top. I'm so bad at me. <laughs> one, one of the uh, NPCs that jumped out at me in this part yeah. was a man known as Sharky. Uh, oh, who's Sharky? Sharky's yeah. got a flamethrower and he loves setting the he, quote unquote he's got a, angels, which are the guys who have been poisoned by the bliss. He loves setting oh, them yeah, on fire. Yeah, he's the guy you meet halfway through the zombie movie who's just like doing his mm-hmm. own thing and, and right. surviving just fine. The, the thing is, like these angels, as they call them, the uh, game in its writing is very clear that like they're past the point of no return, that there's no way to rehabilitate them or whatever. Yeah. yeah. But, you know. There's something really interesting about a plot that has you gunning down drug addicts in the state of Montana. Yeah. You know what I mean? It just yeah. didn't sit well with me. Mm. 
Mm. Putting Josh on the wall. Another lib triggered. Mission yeah, accomplished. Pretty much. I just, I, I was interested in, again, it's like the beginnings of ideas, right? This idea yeah. that this woman mm. is being like yeah. exploited and being kind of like groomed and manipulated by the cult uh, to sort of like uh, manipulate people in their turn. And it just, it like hints at those things. Yeah. It's like, because it knows what it expects from you, which is to be a sort of a gun and a crosshair. And if you go that extra step further and like poke around, it will reward you with like, here's a little bit of flavor text or something. Mm -hmm. That's as much as we expect you to do. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah. Anything beyond that, any sort of like coherent thing, don't even worry about it. You know, you've misapprehended what you're supposed to do here. One of the biggest missed opportunities of this game is not having the ability to spare faith at the end of the mm. at the end of the boss battle. Because here's the thing, spoilers for the end of the game, you don't your whole mission is to arrest Joseph yeah. Seed. Right? Yeah. It is not to kill him. Right. But you kill all of his lieutenants along the way. The people who he and, manipulated. And just normal people. And just lots and of just guys. just normal folks. <laughs> just so many people. The, the entire population of Butte. Uh, but in this one in particular, Faith, during the boss battle, she all of a sudden, after all these years of trauma and completely buying into the cult thing, is like, oh wait, no, I have complete clarity about everything that happened to me. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you about it all right now, where I think... A much more interesting game would have had you go through all of her county and discovered people who knew her right. before yeah. the cult. Right. Mm. And like she wasn't always this way. Joseph turned her and maybe she can be turned back. And maybe the guy she kills can be like, please don't kill her. Mm -hmm. This is not her fault, yeah. even as he lays dying. And so you would have more of an like, you know, yeah. uh, a motivation to keep her alive. But. It's like finding out her past from her in that moment feels like so little, so late. It's like it's like you've watched an action movie and at the end, like the the villain has a Shakespearean monologue about, by right. the way, I'm actually an interesting right, yeah. character. It's like, it's like, I, 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 yeah, it's the same with the sort of like the formula, right? The same with the resist ending or whatever, uh, or the sort of the not ending yeah. uh, where you just walk away where it's like at the last second you do the thing that the game makes you do and it's like, well, don't you feel bad now? <laughs> yeah. Well, why, why would... Wagging its, it's finger like, at you through yes, the screen. I do feel yeah, bad yeah. now. I'm, I'm down $60. Uh, yes. <laughs> or more, potentially. You bought the pickup yeah. truck. <laughs> so many microtransactions. <laughs> but you know what? I got a red, white, and blue AK-47 and mm. it looks shiny. <laughs> Faith's whole story, her presentation, her performance is that of a a true believer whereas with the other two uh, deputies or whatever we call them the other two guys the other two bosses Jacob and John they're like not true believers there's no sense of that like yes. weird pious energy that you know I'm mm. not talking about realism here I'm talking about just like fun What's a fun thing to do? Offer counterpoints in your performance, right? Joseph is yeah. interesting in that regard vaguely and Faith is interesting like that but John and Jacob are just like mean guys who are mean to you. One was in the military. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> he makes it his entire personality. He's a fat bro, which is yeah. again interesting. Yeah, but I feel I feel like this is a problem with triple A rifle coffee company. <laughs> I have the most to say about Jacob by far. Yeah, yeah, we'll get to oh, him yeah. in a sec. But I, I think I just wanted to say too. This seems like a problem with triple A in general. Mm -hmm. That like hmm. you have we we talked about this in our Modern Warfare Two episode, right? The guy at the end of that game 
who rolls around in the tank and yells at you. Everyone wants to do spec ops, but they don't know how to do spec ops, right? Like they right. don't know, they don't mm, understand. Yeah. They never even just copy the things that are really great about that about that stuff. Because spec yeah. ops even still knows how to use like counterpoint. Instead mm-hmm. of just saying you are bad, it in fact says you're still a good person, right? You're still are you're a good per- aren't you a good person, right? Right. And that's what it yeah. leans into, which is just inherently more interesting than you're doing a bad thing right now. Hey, it's bad. Like saying yeah. those explicit words. Here's a choice line of dialogue from the guy you have to get the alien gun from. Mm. Are you ready? Yeah. How's that for raising the stakes? D- wow, <laughs> that was written just for you. That was just for you. Writing school for that, you know. <laughs> yeah, no. And here's and here's another one. Have I spoken enough cliches to get you on board? Good. Oh, that that fourth wall is quaking right now. <laughs> that was in the game. They left that in the game. That's placeholder dialogue. Yeah, maybe maybe the thing that annoys me the most is whenever video games get a sense of self-awareness about that. And so in the like 50th out of 100 side quests where you have to pick up three items scattered mm-hmm. across the map, the prota- at least they yeah. don't have a voiced protagonist, thank God. So you don't have a protagonist to be like, oh, why do I have to go? Uh, let me guess. I have to go and collect three items. And then you still have to go and collect the three fucking items. Just to sort of wrap up Faith's arc here real quick uh, as we were saying you end you, up you shoot in, her so many times for being a victim so of domestic violence. Times. She has the least annoying bunker out of the bunch because you're still hallucinating so it's still full mm-hmm. of plants for half of it and then you still have to shoot right. a bunch of guys in a corridor. I love I love when I'm yeah. high and then I just stop being high instantly in the middle of a hallway or something. Yeah, I um, also love this. <laughs> yeah, uh, yep. my vision gets the likes sort of color back to normal, and I'm just like, cool. And then you got to turn big wheels, and you have to turn them the slowest you've ever oh, turned a wheel in your God. life. That's and hope right. to God some guy doesn't spawn behind you and stab you in the spinal cord. But yes, you do. You do succeed ultimately in defeating Faith. But unfortunately, uh, your companion Marshall Burke did kill Virgil Meneker and then himself uh, in a boss battle. It got battle. too much for him. It got yeah. too weird. Yeah. Uh, you know? The end. Faith is dead. So let's go to Act Three. This is uh, Jacob. Mm-hmm. I'm cracking every knuckle in my body. Jacob is a war vet. He served in the first Gulf War uh, in the Airborne. He is basically a Nazi. Can although... I just can I just disrespect the troops for a minute? Right, please. That's too bitch made of a war to come back Absolutely. with like this level of uh, shit from. Yes, because like yeah. he's fulfilling the uh, like role here of Vietnam veteran or whatever. Right. Um, but he's sure. doing it about having been in, I guess, like Desert Shield. That's the thing is like the first Gulf War is uh, a genesis point for a lot of modern right-wing grievance, especially when you're talking about the militia movement. Yeah, Osama bin Laden's grievance, most notably. Yeah, <laughs> and Timothy mm-hmm. McVeigh and, and the anthrax vaccine that everyone got that was, like, really weird. I mean, that's what the whole uh, Tracy Letts play and movie Bug is all about, is mm-hmm. about a Gulf War veteran and about the weird fucked up shit that went on in there. And so they're trying to draw to that because we don't have interesting cult stuff outside of Cliv and Bundy who's not that interesting. Um, since the 90s, since the the the, the ATF stuff and since since right. David Koresh mm. and everything, it, it's it's kind of it kind of low key fell off TBH. This is this is the kind of the the militia end yeah. of mm-hmm. the sort of cult militia spectrum where Faith is yes. like 100 percent cult. Uh, Jacob is like sort of much closer to uh, sort of paranoid, violent, uh, veteran uh, sort of militias. 
and because that's verging on the political, that means that they have to include a good militia. Yeah. So, th- so that you can know that militias aren't always a bad thing. Yeah. Right, it's the, uh, the, the white tail militia led by a man known as Eli Palmer. This is Threepers versus Proud Boys now. Or like yeah, Boogaloo's yeah. versus yeah. aggressive Christianity or like any number of things that has actually happened in the state of New Mexico in the last 20 years. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> that, I, like militias spend a lot of their time fucking beefing with other militias. Do. Over they nothing. love that so shit. This is, this is realistic in that sense. Yeah. What we learn about Jacob from our encounters with him is that he, as a result of his war experience, has basically become a Nazi. Now, mm-hmm. they do not make this explicit. They hmm. do not have any sort of like Nazi or Nazi adjacent no, imagery or anything the side shave and he just talks about like Evo psych stuff. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. So he like also he clearly people or something. Did I, does did I misunderstand? There's that whole thing with the cook who like eats. people. Oh, no, that was that was that was one of his guys that that was yeah, ridiculous. That's one of his weird guys. That was, yeah. that that's was a guy that who was, has no story or dialogue or anything. You're just sort of told a, about him and then you kill him from a that distance. Was, that was so funny. <laughs> that was a moment that was just way too much. That one of the first sort of story things that you do is you meet up with this girl who then can be one of your recruitable NPCs yeah. who you can have shoot for you. And she's like, yeah, and there was this guy known as the cook. And you know why they call them the cook? Well, because he <laughs> had a family and there were children and yep. he made the children eat the parents and then he killed the parents. And I was like, this is too much. This is just too <laughs> so, much. So he's not, he he's not feeding people to his militia then. He's not grabbing white tails and cooking them. That's what no, I thought. No, I think he was only doing. the cook think was so. doing that. That's, that's why they call yeah. him the cook. Again, that's dumb Very shit. hands off. You know? Also, also uh, the whole county is covered in like set pieces from NBC's Hannibal. They, they, they right. really liked Hannibal. And, you know, it's a solid show, some very great visuals. And so they just decided to do exactly that all over. Mm. They're like, isn't this crazy and fucked up? Look at all these people. Because because Jacob is like the like extra sadistic one, like brutally sadistic. Yeah, if you've you've played uh, Mist, he's Akinar from Mist, right? That's kind (laughs) of his deal. He's just... A very yes. sick and twisted and fucked up guy. If Faith is doing sissy hypno, he's doing, I, I guess, yeah. like mask hypno. Once again, he has the like capture you instantly dart gun, yeah. right? And when he captures right. you instantly, he's like, uh, I'm going to do some like basic Evo psych. Have you heard of Jordan Peterson? He's got some good <laughs> right. ideas. Right. He's, he's like a, he's like an actual psychologist <laughs> or something. Suck um, on that. He'll succeed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then he will like kind of torture you in quite a whole way where he like puts you mm-hmm. in a dog cage or whatever um and then he's like right. okay well i'm just gonna like hypnotize you and like it su- implant suggestions in you that make you better at killing yeah here's have a gander at my magical music box yeah so, mm. so yeah. the dog meat that he's feeding you that's not humans i don't think so i God think it's no, I, think that's just I dog thought it was food. human the whole time yeah, I, I, was... I think he's just like locking you in a cage and like feeding you dog yeah, food which uh, th- i've had saturday <laughs> nights like this it's fine <laughs> he's doing uh, the third act of audition to you and <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah, he's absolutely. also playing a song that then makes you go and play this brainwashing session four fucking yeah. times. The exact, the exact same, same minigame. Thing. I, I, quite, I quite liked this. I thought this was the beginning of an interesting idea. I thought it was uh, I almost liked it. 
And then and then uh, and then the third time came around and it was exactly the same. And I said, "This is a bit much." I hate and timers. And then the fourth yeah. time came around and I threw my mouse out the window. Because again, <laughs> it's trying to drive a, a little choice thing. And again, you could just do nothing, but then you just fail the mission over and over right. and over again. Force failure. You have the yeah. choice if you so, want it to so be about submit, choice. You yeah, but like prick. on the other hand, submit <laughs> yeah. yourself to the gameplay. You know, do as you're told. Uh, get better at it. Start enjoying it. Is I think the idea. Yeah. And then yeah. you go, ah, you fucking, you got me. You got me. You mask hypnoed me after all. <laughs> Because now I started like doing like runs on this thing to try and get better at it, and you you have hypnotized me, sir. Uh, yeah, see, yeah. And that's well, where I mean, we I, differ. I, I never want to be good at a game, so I just Alice, Alice, I'm I'm on board with you, kind of, in that there is like a middle ground, I think, between these two, where I think the first three times I'm going through it, and it adds a little more. Like you mm. have to keep going into the section, you have to keep going into the bunker. It like it presents this thing as a plot twist that you end up killing the head of the white. Tail yeah, Eli. militia. Yeah. Whoa, yeah. He's you, been you training you to like infiltrate your own base and shoot oh your way God. in and kill this guy. If, if you wanted this to be a surprise, don't make it look exactly like the bunker that yeah. you're in. <laughs> right. Every right. time. The whole time yeah. you're doing it, it's like, oh, I bet he's brainwashing me to kill somebody. And then you you do it. The only surprise to me was that I, I wasn't killing everybody. I was only killing hmm. one person when I did this. What were you doing in the first part where you're shooting at nothing? Yeah. Like, why... <laughs> Why even have that except to be a gallery yeah, shooter? Here's no. what I will say. The the other NPCs after you kill Eli, thanks to brainwashing, the other NPCs are surprisingly forgiving. Yeah, they're like, like oh, it's okay. You were brainwashed. They threaten to torture you with a paddling pool. <laughs> yeah. Which, okay. <laughs> like, which, we, okay. We, 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 yeah, exactly. Yeah, you get what I'm coming we, from. We here. know you didn't mean it. Yeah. Just please leave now. But like, and mm, earlier too, yeah. there's like a mission where you go and rescue other people who are being brainwashed. And like, oh yeah, they're brainwashing people. Like what they've been trying to do to you. So it's like... They, Everyone knows. It's not just that you know. Everybody knows right. that you're being brainwashed to to kill yeah. somebody, and they just let it happen. The little music box thing is so stupid. Yeah, like yes. it's, it's supposed to be like threatening or spooky or whatever. But it's like this music boxes out this are scary, Josh. They freak <laughs> me out. This 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 <laughs> one song when I was a that kid. he has on the music box. <laughs> yes, uh, when you hear that that it's song, it's gonna act as a like hypnotic trigger, and it's mm -hmm. gonna make you pop off gamer style and like right. execute everyone around you. Yeah, and that song is only you. Yeah, the NPCs in that moment take on the morality of the game in general when it comes to killing civilians which is like oh you better not we're not gonna do anything about it but don't please don't and no, you're like don't. stop there, yeah. if there's no consequences i'm running people down because everyone looks exactly the fucking yeah. same i don't know who's holding who hostage they all have, oh, I, I have killed so many good guys in this game because i was just mm. like there's a person in front of me now better shoot him yep. which a, a, yeah. a, a solid game could actually run on that idea i love that every time you kill a civvy it says Warning! Do not yeah. kill innocent civilians! And it does please, nothing. Please Again, don't. Law enforcement movements. Uh, <laughs> yeah. you, you are a sheriff's deputy. Um, it, it's very distracting that your protagonist keeps having to turn off their body cam before every <laughs> single mission. <laughs> Imagine going through the body cam footage of the shooting of, like, at this point, conservatively a thousand people. Right. <laughs> Where did they get a bow and arrow? Yeah. You just threw a shovel at a guy's head. Like, what the fuck? Is that even in the use of force force? <laughs> <laughs> Hope County Sheriff's Office is gonna be under a, like a Department of Justice 
supervision yeah, yeah, after yeah. this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. At least for two weeks. Yeah. And then... <laughs> uh, the Department of Justice it. came in. They said we're not allowed to throw shovels at people anymore. Yeah. Or shoot shovels at people. The gun that shoots shovels. I liked that. That was, that was fun. fun. That was fun. Yes. Like, this is the thing of like yes. taking, taking your weirdness and like dialing yeah. up things that are actually fun. But the problem is it throws everything at the wall and so so much of it misses and because right, they're yeah. they're like afraid to take anything back out yeah which is weird for a game that's like so barren and so repetitive yeah. right uh y- yeah. you just end up with like 50 different ways of doing the same three things oh man yes. and when, like, when it comes down to one it, or two of those are funny when it comes down to it like you buy you can buy all these weapons from the little in-game store and customize them and everything and then if yes, you, you like can. accidentally equip a weapon that replaces the one that you bought, you can go back to the store and just pick it up again. But you have to wade through the whole menu in between weapons that you haven't bought and weapons that you have. Right. And it doesn't show the gun with the modifications that you've added to it either. So it's like it's a real pain to just like manage your own inventory when you mm, don't have that right. much inventory to deal with. Yeah. And it's also this thing where you can solve more or less the entire game with one thing that works for you and yeah. never rely on anything else. Like, you can either, like, yeah. call in the attack helicopters and have them do it for you, or the thing that I always do with this is, like, if you get, like, a, a semi-automatic rifle with a suppressor yeah. and, like, mm-hmm. a, a nice optic on it, you can just sit in a bush uh, outside <laughs> of the outpost, shoot everybody in the head, yep. Uh, yep. and then as the last guy comes up and goes, hey, all of my friends have been shot in the head, he walks into your sight line, you shoot him yep. in the head too, and you get, a, like, you are a perfect stealth ninja thing. <laughs> I, I went <laughs> yeah. back and re- Played a little bit of the original Far Cry just because I was like, wait, I thought I enjoyed Far Cry uh, and <laughs> <laughs> went back and replayed the original. And look, is it a great game? No, I wouldn't say so. But I would say that the actual like mechanics of it feel better mm, than yeah. this game. Well, this The thing about Far Cry 2 specifically is that it yeah. lands something because it has a degree of intentionality about it that this game tries mm. a few times with the like punishing you for like doing it as designed where the game is like no you are a dick for even thinking about playing me and as a consequence I'm going to like punish you for doing it. That's great. I had a fantastic time with it because that means that there are kind of like no failures, yeah. you know, like mm-hmm. there are no things that there are no failures of gameplay design because you can go, oh, this is irritating, and then go and then sort of gaslight yourself into going, well, wait a second, is it supposed to be? <laughs> and, like, and the answer is, well, kind of. Um, and this this doesn't sort of have the the courage of its convictions enough to to pull that yeah. off. You know, it's not willing to gaslight you enough. Can I talk about an aspect of this game that I actually had a lot of fun with, mm. which I think a lot of people didn't? Oh, but sure. It, like really fucking worked for me. The Clutch Nixon missions. Oh, Did I didn't play oh, yeah. I can't stand those things. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, and, and that's, I was generally surprised to go online and like find out that people didn't like them. Um, but I found them incredibly in, endearingly dumb. Okay. In a way that like I feel like most of this game takes itself so fucking seriously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That like the Clutch Nixon. First of all, this guy. Well, set, to set up who he is, he is a stuntman who uh, you can find various missions around the map where you basically recreate his stunt courses using various vehicles or your wingsuit. He's like an, an evil Knievel of kind of guy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's an evil Knievel. Yeah. He has a theme song. Which uh, <laughs> fucking rocks. Yeah. Uh, like, this is the thing. Like, this game, you can hear the gear change between, like, uh, no- normal sort of, like, cult bullshit and we're trying to be wacky and fun. Yeah. And this time it lands. Yeah. Oh, there's there's a specific line in the game that, like, my favorite line in the game, uh, which is, like, Clutch Nixon versus Ennui. 
Right. Yeah. <laughs> Clutch Nixon like defeats his fear of death and acquires like existential meaning via driving a muscle car over a gorge. And it's yeah. like that that's yeah. genuinely really funny. I don't know. It's like this 80s sort of bro culture, mm-hmm. right? Well, sort the of... same thing they leaned into in Blood Dragon. Like Blood yes, Dragon was all yes. that. Apparently Far Cry just needs to be about the 80s. Like basically. Yeah, I mean, yeah. basically, well, I mean, well, that, that's part of spoilers, why spoilers. That's what they're making this into, yeah. right? That's yeah, also part dark. of why OG Far Cry works as well as it does. It's not set in the '80s, but it feels like an '80s B movie. Oh yeah, like yeah. it feels like Rambo yeah. or something. Like that. That's the feel of it, and the voice acting is yeah. intentionally very, very campy. There's really no feeling weirder in this game than the end of Jacob's yeah. arc. I think you get through all the stuff again. You've completed your cult points. You've gone through the necessary yeah. uh, red rooms and. Now you have to hunt down and kill Jacob. Yeah. Right. And, and he lets you know that he killed his baby. Ooh, yeah. yeah. It's like, here's my yeah. trauma. It, but didn't eat it, I guess. I... <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> what are they uh, eating? Where are they getting their food if not from fellow man? <laughs> the 9,000 bison. <laughs> yeah. All, yeah. all of the like prepper jelly beans. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, all you the fish. Like, the, the, thi- the thing that I liked, like the thing that I sunk way too much oh, time the fishing into. Mini game? The like arcade fishing minigame. Yeah. Yeah. Which I had, I had a yeah. great time. And yeah. it's again weirdly complete and allows yeah. you, and this is going to get into some of my complaints about the fucking ending, <laughs> allows you to sink like a lot of time into yeah. this and be like, oh, I know what a rainbow trout is and I have like opinions about them now. Well, well, I, I hate to keep talking about the stuff that isn't fun, but it is the meat and potatoes of the game. And so we have to talk about the ending with Jacob, right? Yeah. Where mm. yeah. you you get out of his bunker and there are all of these like you're, you're still sort of in a semi high state of some sort. And yeah, everything you're in Hulk mode. Yeah, you're oh, in Hulk yeah. mode. Everything's glowing red. You have to blow up six MacGuffins. And then what you have to do is go to the top of a mountain and kill Jacob. Curiously yeah. like intimate and homoerotic by yeah. the way. Uh, which yeah, a- yeah, again yeah. is interesting. Is something like, like so Far Cry 3 had a like evil sadistic gay boss. Yeah. Right? And it was very homophobic. It was very poorly done. But I I feel positively about when my community is represented evilly, right? Because <laughs> in, in some ways it's like it's better than nothing. And when the actors really lean into it, even with a dog shit script, you can be like, yeah, fuck yeah, be evil. Yeah. You know, be be a serial killer. Go on with your bad self. And so this guy, slay. yeah, slay exactly. And so this guy being like, I have mask hypnoed you into into being my weapon. Please now gut me with a hunting knife. Is like really does does something to it yeah it's very me. it's I very snake and ocelot kind of stuff yeah 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 yeah, yeah we're like you, you must bring, defeat mm, me yeah. you must take my power you must eat me mm-hmm, yeah i think you're supposed Can to I- eat him even though I, I, I wouldn't let me. You really, you really wanted someone to eat someone, I just, I, are, we, are we doing like a liberatory queer reading of Far Cry 5? I, I didn't have lunch and... <laughs> I'm so hungry. 
Um, to serve and my, man. Yeah, and my, my next shipment of guy isn't coming in for another day. <laughs> what do you think Hugh is? You know? <laughs> mm. Now with all three of the uh, lesser seeds out of the way, I don't like it is that. once again back yeah, you've to... you've done the bad seeds, now Nick Cave. That's you know? right, that's <laughs> right. And uh, it is once again back to Joseph's compound where you were at the very beginning of the game when you landed the chopper. Because surprise, uh, it's actually chapel. just in the middle of the map. The whole yep. time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and crazy. On returning to the chapel, you find Joseph. He has suddenly and completely inexplicably sissy hypnoed everybody. Yeah, in the never, whole never should have never should have given those guys the like captures you instantly dark gun technology. <laughs> you did, right? Yeah, also, which they refused just, to use on you yeah, except just, in just, very specific moments. Just for context, I should say at this point you have invested. At least sixty dollars, <laughs> possibly a lot more in microtransactions, yep. and yes. dozens of hours minimum. Yep. If it grabbed you, or you're used to this series, maybe like a hundred hours, if not more, into this bullshit, and you're like, "All right, I'm ready to. Uh, I don't have to have like an open world gameplay after this. I'm ready for it to end." Yeah. Uh, but you know, I'm I'm ready to see where this this story goes. I've had some like interesting moments. You've, you've hits, done like misses. unlimited genocide yeah. on the first world cultists here. That's right. right. Like there, yes. no one is left, and yet somehow they have all captured all of the people once more. None of your actions mm-hmm. have meant anything, and you walk back up to that same church from oh, the beginning. That fucking son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, so your your guys, your various NPCs, are all zombied out, and you have to cure them by shooting them into uh, sort of like unconsciousness and then grabbing them back up by the hand and that sort of cures them. Yeah, but what if you learned your lesson? What if What if you turn around? What if you let it be? Mm. Yeah, what if you leave the because, cult to their own because the devices? fucking Because fucking Joseph Seed is like, you could have just never had any of this happen before he doesn't talk like this. This is just me no, doing no, a voice. No, no, I need this from AJ. I need yeah. this from AJ real quick. <laughs> okay. Oh boy. The prodigal son has returned. I see you've brought your little friends. You know who else had friends? Jesus Christ. <laughs> now, turn your little booty around and get out of my room. <laughs> you little slut. This is closer to the writing of what Jacob's bit's like. Yeah, um, yeah that's true. So he, it is. He, and they, this is when they're trying to drive home this like this game which has offered no critical lens on what you're doing you just kill people all the time is now like mm-hmm. you could have just done nothing at the beginning man you could have just done nothing crazy yeah. so so Joseph will also like at the start of his like boss battle we are just shooting him many times yeah knock over all of these like water drums full of bliss yeah. full of drugs to be yeah. like it's it's entering trippy mode now right so this is going to be like weird now it's going to be trippy no yep. no you just shoot him a bunch of times <laughs> yep. and you go well maybe that's going to affect the ending in some way and it's you know and now that my perception has been kind of altered maybe that's going to yep. no no, no, he no. just, it, it, it may as well have been like a drum full of fresca. Like, it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, so if you don't do the boss battle, you just all get in the car. The sheriff says yep. he's going to call the National Guard. You drive away. <laughs> you're, yeah, you're going to Missoula, and as soon as you turn on the radio, it's like you're listening to like 102.2. It's not your grandma's country music <laughs> station. Uh, they play a bunch of sound effects, and then for some reason, they play the fucking music box song. Yeah. 
very oh, coincidentally, and then, and then your vision moment. goes red, and it's oh, suddenly oh, credits. Oh, the credits are oh, rolling. Oh. Yeah, you go gamer <laughs> yeah. mode on them. You know, no yeah. escape. Uh, yeah, the, the sissy hypno didn't take, but that mask hypno, holy yeah. shit! <laughs> so That's in that world, even. everything is you know, the, you killed a bunch of people, and then you killed the cops, and now the cult controls this area. Uh, mm-hmm. Compared to when you make the choice to do this boss fight and you take down Joseph, you can say. Okay, I'm going to fight you, Joseph Seed. At which point you pull out your gun and you start blasting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And all of your all of the brainwashed friends of yours who you've met over the course of this game, you shoot them as yeah, well. You just have to By shoot shooting them, them so hard that they're not high anymore and exactly. they like you again. I found this boss battle to be actually pretty pretty yeah. easy. Yeah, yeah it's super easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The boss battles um, in general are not not quite as difficult as as I think just ordinary encounters. Just driving yeah. around. Yeah. No, faith. Is I would say so much harder. Faith's boss battle is is the most difficult of the four. Yeah, and they compensate um, by yeah. just putting checkpoints inside of it. That that ends pretty quickly, right? You've resurrected all of your friends back to full health, and they are bliss free. You are ready to eliminate or cuff or whatever Joseph Seed. Yeah, and then. The angriest I have ever been at a video game, or I think maybe even a writer, um, because over the course of the game, there have been a couple of like blink and you'll miss them. And the first time I played this, I did miss them. Uh, Oh, yes. Like uh, like news updates on the radio that would sort of like tie into this, like, oh, things are bad for the federal government. That's why Mm -hmm. we're, you know, only sending this one guy and so on and so forth. That's like war might be about to break out with. North Korea. See, okay, I missed uh-huh. that. This game has two radio stations. You know, like Grand Theft yep. Auto or other games, they'll have a bunch of radio stations. This game was like, yeah, we don't need to do that. We'll have two. One is all cult music all the time, and one is is oldies. And yeah. you almost always, yeah. like, if you just get into a car, it's going to have either no radio on or the cult radio on. It's very rare that you'll listen to oldies unless you just switch over to it manually. Mm-hmm. And the yeah. news right. reports that happen will be between every couple of songs, and they'll be just like a little quibby. There'll be a little quick bite. <laughs> and the two... And as effective as Quibi's. Yes, yeah. The yeah. two that I heard in my entire time playing the game was one saying that there was a bombing carried out in Amsterdam, and it felt to me like the game was implying that that Seed's cult was behind it. And then another one mentioned a bombing in Kashmir, and I assumed there that that was also Seed's cult behind it. Mm, yeah. Well, this, oh, uh, this, Brian, it's so much dumber than that. Yes, <laughs> it's so much dumber. Because there's this thing that, like, the cult keep talking about the collapse. Yes. Right. Right. And the collapse mm. is what you might call a sort of Montreal-based video game developer's <laughs> conception of the vibe shift when Trump got elected. Of like, oh man, it feels like it's gonna go to shit. We could all die any moment uh Mm -hmm. and there's this sort of crisis of legitimacy and trust and societal cohesion um and you know they're talking constantly about how the you know the the world is going to sort of like pass into this state of collapse because of question mark brexit and so on and so forth and then as you 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 put the sort of the speed cuffs on joseph seed the fucking nukes go off right on the horizon yes and I throw my controller. The out nukes of the that don't go <laughs> off in the other endings, which is again why I was assuming, oh, it's the yes. global cults nukes that are going off. Well, and see, apparently this is the not. thing, right? It, no, uh, ostensibly this isn't the cult, but what it is is much worse and dumber and more offensive, which is the Koreans. the cult of right <laughs> yeah. about how right, right about and everything. this guy does have magical. Yeah. 
powers of, of like of, premonition yeah yes yeah you have yes. just yes. imminentized the eschaton by finally yes. arresting right. joseph c <laughs> you have the right to imminentize your eschaton <laughs> if you cannot afford an eschaton an eschaton will be provided for you <laughs> um, and yeah and, and so and so the north koreans i guess just have on deck like a handful of nukes for Again, M- Montana. And Joseph goes, I fucking told you. I told you that right. I was the Messiah and had, like, powers of foresight. And then you get into a fucking car and you start car driving. Yeah. to drive mm-hmm. one you more time because we love you driving. You start driving toward the mushroom cloud. Yeah, because yeah. that's where Dutch Roosevelt's bunker... Remember Dutch Roosevelt? <laughs> he calls you sometimes. He does More not like Canadian matter. Roosevelt. More <laughs> like, oh, we have to go to his bunker, okay? Go towards the mushroom go to- cloud. Go towards the cloud. The, the mushroom cloud. More like have Canadian Maud Montgomery. That's who he you know, fucking it is. is like yeah. that. It is like that. As, <laughs> as, as you, uh, you know, get to the bunker... Uh, your car fucking flips forward. Yeah. Everybody dies except, except for Joseph Seed. Except mm-hmm. for Joseph Seed and, and, and killed you. in a crash. And you. And you're yeah. fine. And you go into Dutch's bunker and Joseph Seed has. Well, he drags you. You're like unconscious. Right. Yeah. You are brought into to Dutch's bunker. Dutch is dead. And Joseph is like, now we're a cult of two. He's, he's like, we, we have we have like the entire time until the fallout dissipates of me being creepy. At yeah. You. And th- that's the end of the game. That's the <laughs> yeah. end. Everything you did in your face. He gets too close to your face again. Much too close to your face. The game was quite literally rigged from the start. Nothing you did uh, will have an impact. And yes, at this point. I, I get very angry and I sort of at the writer a lot of times until right. he blocks me to be like, you piece of right. shit. You couldn't think of anything better than that because, right, I I understand the process of writing a AAA game, right, which is that you already have a sort of a game design that, that becomes developed and you have these set pieces right. and then what a writer's job, what a lead writer's job is, is to take these things in and make a coherent whole out of them and link A to B to C and clearly... In the course of Far Cry 5, what they have done is like, we want to do middle America cults, but not in a way that gets us in trouble, militias, but not in a way that gets us in trouble. We want to say something about like how everyone feels the vibe has shifted. And we want the next one to be a post-apocalyptic thing. Right. The leap from that to that last one requires you to go... Okay, well, we clear the board entirely, but there are so many better ways that you could have done it. And all it would have required you doing is picking up one of the threat, yeah. any of yeah. them, like the fucking yeah. hallucinogenic drug that makes people see things that aren't there. Right. You know, the fucking yeah. brainwashing, any of it. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It just anything that even doesn't suggest that this guy has magical powers, but because you want to do a sequel right. where he does have magical powers, you're just left with this thing that not only does it make the ending of this game extremely annoying, but it also completely forecloses this entire, like the the whole previous, I guess, six games, yeah. well, f- five games, and now that that's done, it's over because it concretely ends <laughs> because y- one cop tried to arrest shirtless Montanan Jesus. I just, I, I think it's, it's so disappointing, right? There's so hmm. much potential. Like, I yes. remember going back, right? Just, just sort yeah. of stepping back to what we were talking about at the beginning. I also yeah. remember watching that trailer back when it dropped in May of 2017, right? It was very provocative. 
It was provocative. Mm. It was organized. And I saw it and I just thought, you know, I could be very interested in a game that actually tries to attack these thematic elements because no game has really tried to do this Mm -mm. before. Right. And I I was like, well, it's a Far Cry game, so it's probably going to be a little goofy. But like, as long as these characters are kind of fun and memorable, as long as I am being given ways to engage with this world that it doesn't even have to be a game with a specific agenda or purpose Mm. or anything. It just has to like look at the things as they actually are in some meaningful way, rather than just creating a weird facsimile of these things, sort of using just like the gloss of, Oh, this is the American West and there are rednecks here. Like it just doesn't, it doesn't do anything. It doesn't say anything. And so right. many of the reviews that I saw that were critical were saying this exact same thing. And then the reactionaries on the other end, the fucking gamer assholes, the mm. same people yes. who care so much about ethics and video game journalism were just like, well, mm. how can how can you say that? How can you say <laughs> that? This, this, how dare you put you shouldn't want to put politics into the game. The game is just saying what it's saying, man. Why don't you just uh, accept the game on its own terms, man? And it's like, but you're 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 a fucking baby brain. You're not mm. you're, you're looking at these very mm. stupid, very elementary mechanics and story, both of which have been designed to appeal to the lowest common denominator without any meaningful perspective. And you are saying this is the most that I can imagine a game being. And if I am to want any more than this, then I'm a fucking I don't know. Woke cock lib SJW. Yeah. I yes. don't yeah. get it. I could write a better ending for this off the dome that d- doesn't distort any sort of broader design decisions, right? That that picks up a theme, and it would be very easy. Just pick one, right? Like you've you've already established the the okay. The federal government is in like shambles. Fine, you arrest the guy, you take him to Missoula or whatever. You you put him in the courthouse, you dust your hands and say, "Great, American sort of normalcy is restored." And fucking then the nukes go right. off, right? That that's a better yeah. ending because it like is is more holistic. But instead, it just everything about this it gets it gets distracted and it leaves it unfinished and it gets sort of like done in a hurry and I I, I just it annoys me so much because like Again, I want the Ubisoft One World government, right? I want this sort of cohesive narrative where I can have my little, like, Altair, like, uh, sort of, like, hood ornament on my car in the Watch Dogs game. And I can be like, oh, these things take place in a kind of, like, linked kind of thematic universe that that's kind of fun to me, right? You know. Sure. uh, And and for this, you have to, like, it it puts you in a situation where not only do you have to make Far Cry New Dawn, which is a terrible game, (laughs) but then you, you have to, like, have a setting that can no longer acknowledge yeah, this. You have to have a multiverse now. Yeah, you have to like <laughs> Far, Far Cry Six happens in like kind of Cuba, and it sort of references the existence of this. Yeah, you can see the American flag in the background has instead of the star stars in the upper left hand corner, it has the cross Ooh. of uh, Eden's Gate. So the idea is that they took over America. Oh uh, no! Uh, yeah, yeah. But uh, you're right. I mean, look. Here's the thing. Do do I want a tattooed Rayman standing in the middle of Montana threatening me with a good time? Of course I do. We all want that. That is that is what the Ubisoft verse that we want. But it is these guys just aren't capable 
of dealing with like these hot button topics particularly mm. well at least they didn't for this game i have not played six and i've heard it's it's a market improvement story oh, i've heard nothing of the yeah. sort uh, <laughs> i have really? heard okay. it's a far worse game in many respects uh i so yeah. I, I, I put a lot of hours into six and my sort of my review of it if you like is that um it's they fixed some of the obvious story stuff as, such as like not dragging you to the compound for the monologues okay. but there there are still sure. monologues i think it's it's mechanically a much less enjoyable game mm-hmm. like if you think oh, the enemies are like bullet sponges in in this one in 6 it is fully just like oh. y- you you are the hit points lowerer <laughs> Like um, destiny at this point. <laughs> yeah, and you go around lowering everybody's hit points uh, <laughs> oh, by sort of boy. spraying spraying rounds at them. Ultimately, they don't seem to ha- be having a particularly good time making these important games. No, it's games. so rude. I've only played one yeah. of these games, yeah. and it felt like I was repeating something from another game already. It just, it's The wrote. definition of insanity. Yeah, I, I just, it is it, it, it sort of... Having OCD, right, fucks me in a number of ways, but particularly in relation to this game. Firstly, because it makes me, like, put a bunch of time into it, and secondly, because Mm. it means that I can never fully, like, chill about the fact that this exists in my beautiful walled garden one world Quebec government of video games anymore because now <laughs> in, until the day when they do something to retcon it and I will pursue them on this until every single one of the fuckers blocks me until they do something to be like no we made that up or like the fucking Montana incident or whatever then it just right. everything that you do has to live in a setting polluted by this and it just really fucking annoys me. You could retcon this pretty easily too. Yes, I think. so easily. All, all you would have to do is just be like, oh, everyone was on drugs. Yes. This was just the bliss. They all mm. saw this nuclear explosion and we caught them ranting and raving in a bunker. Just one easy. of the, the other two endings is right. <laughs> yeah. Here's, yeah. Here's yeah. the thing though. Here's what you'll never need to retcon. Your enjoyment when you, the listener, have completed an episode of the worst of all possible worlds, which That's you have true. just funniest, done. funniest time for the nukes to go off. It's <laughs> <laughs> right now. Um, yeah, uh, Alice. First of all, wanted to thank you again for coming on. Always oh such God. a pleasure. Um, and somehow having this conversation made playing that fucking game worth it. So thank yeah. you for that. Oh, that's that's Hell the yeah. highest honor you could give me. Uh, it's it's always so great to be on. And uh, thank you for having me. I had yeah. a great time. If uh, folks want to find you, track you down, whatever, what should they do? Oh, so I'm on Twitter at Alice Avazandam. I do three podcasts that you mentioned way, way back in the beginning uh, that they can they can go listen and they can go find me on those. Cool. Well, check out yeah. those links in the description. Also, check out the link to our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash worst of all. We've got a bunch of premium episodes. We release them every other week. Last week, we talked about Donkey Kong Country, the animated series, and uh, we're still <laughs> the recovering. The most deep dive anyone has ever done on that show, <laughs> uh, I guarantee it. We're still recovering from that one, too. So our mental health is at an all-time high. If you'd like yeah. to contribute to it, uh, feel free to kick us some coin on the Patreon. So there's a moment when you come across uh, a film director in Faith's part of Hope County, and that man's name is Guy Marvel. Do you get it? Uh, He's trying to shoot a movie version of Blood Dragon 3, uh, which, as we Ah. mentioned before, was an expansion uh, of a Mm -hmm. Far Cry game a while ago. And within the universe of Far Cry, I guess 
is a film series <laughs> or whatever, but it takes the gritty, realistic setting and, you know, made it, it makes it into this like neon drenched, playable 80s action movie. And you help Guy Marvel go get quiet on his set, and uh, he celebrates this by saying the following. Now I can finally spray my magic all over this film. Mm. Blood Dragon 3 will be a masterpiece. Seriously, it has to be. I can't go back to working on shit like Far Cry. I'd rather put my balls in a vice than listen to everyone with their fucking opinions about world building and player motivation and believability. Ugh, kill myself. I swear to fucking God. And as someone who has said that over the last three <laughs> hours about this game, we implore you, for the love of God, just make Blood Dragon 3. <laughs> I'm the worst of all possible AJs. I'm Mickey Mouse. Come on, man. <laughs> He's the worst of all possible Brian's, and I'm the worst of all possible Josh's, and we will see you next week.